from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was about to watch the new trailer for the new Magic Mike, but I can't now. Why? I don't know, because we're on the radio. And he's probably swearing it. Have you seen this yet, Maureen? It's so good. Is it? How old's Channing Tatum now? Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. I don't know. Channing Tatum is 40. You think so, huh? 48 years old. Wow, you think so? Yeah. Let's guess. He looks good. He does. How old is Channing Tatum? <laughs> I mean, he's he's one of these guys that can work out like so much, right? He's got Anybody that life. Anybody could work out so much. No, he's got that life where, you know, he's do, he's getting ready to do movies. He's got two months, two full, three full months to get into, into shape. He's also a dad. What he didn't have the okay. baby, he didn't. No, what he, but I mean, like he's busy <laughs> yeah, taking man. care of a child. How busy is Channing Tatum taking care of a child? Come on now. Um, I'm gonna say Channing Tatum is. I think he might be younger. I really do. Like, I think he's early forties. Like, no, yeah, I think like forty three. I'm gonna say. So you're that in? I'm, gonna, I'm locking forty three in. Shem, how old do you think? Shem googled Tatum is? it, right? I googled. Yeah. Oh, cheater! Okay. <laughs> Sorry. God. Okay. Okay. So how, how old, old is, is he? Channing Tatum. Forty two. Yeah. Forty two. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Young. Right. Young Good guy. For you hard body. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what they say? Is it? Amen. Yeah. Hard is that, body. Is that what they say? Yeah. 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 Yeah, ripped yeah. is more like. I've it. never, no, I've never heard somebody say hard. Never, what does what does hard body mean? Explain that. Google it right now. No, no, you just said it. It's, Explain. It's not, I'm like, Jesus, man. Sorry. Explain. I've never heard that before. Shut explain up, what yeah. hard body means. No, I'm not. No. Just explain it. No, this is entrapment here. Right it's now. not entrapment. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. entrapping you of anything. Yeah. I've just, I've honestly never heard something like a hard body, like. Mm. Like, like, what does that mean? Explain. I'm not what, explaining. Why not? Like, when you, okay, so when no, you say. Because okay, I, don't main, need it, okay. I don't need it to be out there. No, My no, no. My explanation of a hard body. No, no, no. Okay, okay, let me, okay, here, let me go back, let me go back what this. What do you think let, it means? I don't, I have no idea. You're the one that said it. You said, oh, Channing Tatum. Bro, mm, you've said body. hard body before. I have not, I've never, okay, so when you, let me explain it. Can you, can you break it down for me? You like, said, specifically. Now, listen, we have archives in the podcast, Like, okay? specifically, when you look at somebody like. Like Channing. Yes, Channing Tatum. Okay, what, years what old, part Magic specifically Mike. looks hard to you? His chest and arms and his abs. Okay, so when you say hard body, you yeah. mean like he's ripped. he's ripped. Yeah. And? Well defined. And? Strong. And? That's it. Okay, so to you, hard body is like, <laughs> it's up, a man. good thing. Stop saying to you. Right? I'm just giving you the definition. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. I'm just trying to get to. We got to the bottom of it. No, I don't. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I, no. I think there's a I little. Know what you're trying to do here. I think we can still go further on the whole hard body thing. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Okay. You, you would. Sure. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, come on, Roz. Let's no. see that smile. No. <laughs> no. Well, 
It's like charades, but only using the mouth. That's all you get to figure it out. It's a little bit tricky without a doubt. If you didn't know, now you know what it's about. It's time to play Mouse Charades. The best game you've ever played. It's time to play Mouse Charades. If you can figure it out, then you've got it made. Oh, it's everybody's favorite game. Raza Mocha Original Mouth Charades. Happy day, happy day. If you've never heard Mouth Charades before, it's played very much like regular charades, only instead of drawing or acting something out, uh, the clues are given only by sounds. Damn it, Maury will, give the, uh, will be the clue giver. It is myself, Raz, versus Mocha. Mm-hmm. I hate this game. But why? Well, one, because you guys cheat. Bro. And uh, really no proof of bro. that. We've been playing this for like 12 years. Don't give me the bro. Uh, and Shit, uh, we don't and cheat, I, right? And I, and I don't like it. <laughs> Never. And I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. It's not fun for me. But here we go. <laughs> I don't know how you want to start this. Well, loser goes first. So. Okay. So who's that again? That you. you. Okay. You've never won <laughs> mouth charades ever. I've never won mouth charades. Damn it, Maury is the worst clue giver in the world. But it works for Mocha. Okay, stop it. You know why I think that it works for Mocha. The fix. Okay, uh, Maury, anytime you're ready. Uh, Mocha, how much time do I have? Yeah, like 20 seconds. 20 seconds. To figure it out. Okay. All right? Okay. Yeah. Ready, Dan Maury? Yeah, yeah man. Okay. okay, and go. <laughs> that is, you are, it just sounds like you're breathing. It sounds like you're breathing heavy. You're breathing heavy. It's breathing heavy. Breathing, I can't. You're, you're, you're breathing heavy. That's just that, that only sounds like you're breathing heavy. Uh, ceiling fan. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> ceiling fan. Stop it. Anybody else get ceiling fan? No. No. It was the first, uh, first thing in my mind. Shut up, Shem. Was Shem, was it because of the, the, the blades? Ooh, the I, blades. That's exactly what I heard. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Easy. Stop. Stop. Okay. My turn. Ready? Yeah. Okay. okay. 20 and seconds on the clock. Go. <laughs> that is a train. That is um, uh, like a, a, a cruise ship horn. That is a car Horn, a truck horn that is a, a goal horn yeah! from a, like a. Oh, goal, real. goal horn. Stop it. See? Next. Ready, Dan Mori? Always. And go. Okay. You're eating. You're eating something. So gross. You're chewing on. It sounds like you're, you're eating a bone. Eating a bone. Is it eating a bone? No. Um, you're. I, I don't know. Well, would you have said walking in snow? No. Yes. No. Shut up, Why wouldn't you have said walking in snow? Because it sounded like that sounded that. that only sounded like eating bone. Yeah. Do it again. It sounds like a pig. Oh. Yes. Oh. Slop time. Right. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jim wants to play so bad. Stop it. Uh, uh, okay, so the score is what? Uh, one nothing for me. Oh. My shoes are covered in snow from okay. walking in them. Okay, okay, ready, This Dan is Moore? Mouse Charades, by the way, everybody. Uh, Mocha is up. Dan Mori will be giving the clue. <laughs> that is oh. a, uh, a whip. That is... Um, you're laughing. 
That is tickle. No, that wouldn't be tickling. It's like slapping in the face, slapping on the arm, slapping on the ass. Yeah. Slapping. Oh, For real? A playful it. booty smack. Oh, Because oh. you heard the, the laughter, right? Yeah. The laugh made it for me. Yeah, get slapped in the bubble. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly you have not slapped on the ass, Stop Ross. It. <laughs> I've been slapped on the ass plenty, okay? Don't you worry. And it sounded just like that, right? I never mind either. I never, I never once minded. All right, Roz, you're up. Yeah. Do you have more? You ready? Mm -hmm. go. And go. Oh. Oh, jeez. Like, is it, it only sounds like a fart to me. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a that's a fart that. Uh, okay, that is. Oh my god! I, that sounds so gross, dude. It's wet in here. Yeah, you, look, you're drooling everywhere, man. What is like, By what, doing the sound of, of a bowling ball going into the gutter. Oh god! Oh come on! You. Come on! Do that again. Yeah. Okay, this is what I'm saying. When I say that Maury gives me crap clues. That's so stupid. Okay? I've never heard a bowling ball go ping. ping. Maybe you're not it's, thinking outside okay, the box listen, enough. When rock hits wood, it doesn't go ping. Well, to be fair, it sounds like the rims are up. Shut up, <laughs> Maybe I was going for the like, animated version. Oh, my God. Okay, can we do one more, please? Yes, yeah. it's a mocha word. Okay. Great. Ready? Yeah. And go. A trumpet. Oh. A flute. A clarinet. Singing a song. Humming a song. I don't know. No. Oh, playing a guitar. Playing uh, uh, a mandolin, playing a harp, playing a... Ah, 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 you oh, said it! You said it! A harp! A harp! Look, right there! A harp! Oh, buzzer a harp. beater! Buzzer beater! A harp! Buzzer beater! <laughs> oh, like the Raptors! Why are you applauding, Maury? I'll this is, you dude, asked dude, me... Dude, stop for a second. No, stop for a second. You asked me why I get so pissed off playing this stupid game. Yes, okay? I did. It's because... I th and I, my thing is that I think that you give Mocha way better clues than you give me, and I think that you deliberately give me crap clues. And not only that, Mocha gets one right. You're in there like his bloody cheerleader. I would clap for you had you have gotten ping. Which was again? Bowling ball going into Thank the gutter. You. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies I and gentlemen, that rest is, my case. That is how you play Montrez. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Well, we knew it was going to happen this season. Snow is finally here. I went to the mall yesterday and... You? Yeah. In public? I know. Uh, you hate people, though. Oh, God, I know. I know. I know. But what it was kind of cool. I, I ran into a couple of people that I hadn't seen in a very long time. Your parents? What? Your mom? No. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know. I was just trying to be funny. Oh. oh weird. Uh, no, the guy who works at the Hugo Boss store. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me. No, okay. I have a... So, I, Hugo... Oh, I have a Hugo Boss guy. Yeah. Listen to the flex. <laughs> no, because I used to get all my suits, right? Yeah. For ET Canada. Yeah. But I haven't had to get, like, a suit in, in a while now. Okay. And I realized that I didn't have a black suit. And I need a black suit for tomorrow night. I got this thing I got to go to. Well, I thought you were shopping early for your wedding. Your My wedding? wedding? No, yeah. come on now. Jeans and a tee. <laughs> come on. 
<laughs> Don't you even worry about meanwhile, my wedding. Meanwhile, he goes to this Hugo Boss guy <laughs> for an event tomorrow. I do. I have like a writer's thing I have to go to tomorrow oh. night. Yeah, it's very fancy. And uh, a wedding's not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, it's not too late to back out, girl. <laughs> Okay. No. So I. Uh, okay. So I, I ran I, in. I, let's keep going with the most unrelatable story ever. <laughs> okay. So I'm off to see the, my Hugo Boss guy. <laughs> That's not what I said at all. I said I went to the mall. Uh-huh. When I was, and then you were like started goofing on me about going to the mall, and I said yeah. it was actually kind of fun, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So what so, I was gonna say is so it was a fun time at the mall. It was a great time at the mall. Uh, I ran into my Hugo Boss guy. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which was lovely to see him. It's been ages. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. And then I, uh, but I went in and it was like fall, right? Beautiful outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been wearing like rubber shoes with no socks Mm -hmm. because I haven't transitioned to socks yet this year. And then when I leave them all, it's freaking winter. Yeah. Like crazy winter. It took me almost an hour to get home. Like it was really, it was, it was wild. Um, but then this morning I woke up and I forgot it was winter again. Oh no. And so I'm, I'm still wearing my rubber shoes with all the holes in them and no socks. But you looked outside. I, I you went opened the outside. door I did. and you looked outside. And at that point I had crossed the threshold and I was like, I'm going to deal with it today. Your hand was probably still on the door what, handle. 100% it right? was. And yes. it was open. Absolutely. I can still, still feel the heat from inside the you house. You still had to close the door and lock it. It wasn't even cold yet. <laughs> yep. Right. Yes. So you had enough time just to turn around, slip off the shoes that you were wearing. Now, I was done at this on. point. I was done at this You'd point. You'd already made, when, committed. When, yes. When, once I'm out, I am out. Once, yes. That is, that is me 100%. Once I'm out, I'm out. Okay. Right? So my feet right now are soaking wet in oh, rubber shoes. Oh, no, buddy. Yeah, yeah, because I half-assed straight my car off, too. Like, I'm like, I'm You do not with your doing, arm? But, uh, no, no, I did. I did half of it with my hand. Yeah. And I was like, God, I wish I had a scraper. And I'm like, I wonder if I have a scraper in the truck. And then I went in the truck, I had two. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Prepared. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's Roz and Mocha. Hello. Bro, did you see this headline? What? God, where's this even from? AccuWeather. Jesus. A winter storm watch has been issued for parts of western New York ahead of a long duration lake effect snow event that could produce potentially record setting amounts of snow up to six feet. Wait, isn't it like long Buffalo. weekend in the States this weekend too? Is Thanksgiving know. this weekend or next no, weekend? No, no, I think next. it's next, next oh, week. Next, okay. next weekend. But still, how much feet? Up to six feet. Six feet. Guys, we're going to have to cancel our trip to Walden Galleria. Six feet <laughs> of snow. Already? I would be the only one in the, on the show. Whoa, 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 hold on now, Shem. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hold on now. Well, well how whoa. tall are you, Shem? I'm 6'3". You're, yeah, but you got three inches of forehead. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, oh, your wow. eyes. Hold on. Hold what? On. <laughs> whoa. What? Whoa, whoa. We're, we're th- what? If I, me- if I measured from your eyes to the top of your head, that would be at least three inches. Uh, Maury, as somebody who knows what three inches looks like, tell me that Shem <laughs> does not have three inches of forehead. Oh, no. <laughs> five inches. Don't, don't offer five. to measure. <laughs> of course, Maury says it looks like five to him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so me and sh- you, you and Maury would be on our shoulders what are you if, talking if we about? hit that. No. If that happened here, I we'd have Roz. to save you guys. I call no. Roz. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'd have to save you. No. Yes. Like a piggyback? Yes. yes. Or save like me. sitting on your shoulders. Yes, and it's a piggyback, Maury, not a piggy chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> save me, I'm drowning. 
Yeah, seven six, feet though. Six feet. That's oh, what they're, that's what they're supposed to. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, up to up to six feet. So I I don't know what I would do if I woke up where I looked at the weather forecast and they said, "Hey guys, get ready because we could get six feet of snow." You just but, plan to stay home at that point. I don't know what. But yeah, but for to. for how long though? Like for how long? Like I'm not Ooh. like. Are you prepared at home? I am. Yeah, you are, huh? Yeah, 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 for yeah. how long though? Do you think you could? Mm-hmm. I started thinking about this last night when I heard that they were Russia was firing rockets into Poland. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is it. This is it. Right now, if we had to, yeah, I could probably survive like maybe three weeks. Three weeks. I'd still find a way to leave the house. No, but what if you could not though? More, like, I would like find, what, what, I'm not staying home. But what? Weeks. But what are you gonna leave? What are you gonna do when you leave the house? That's the thing. There's nothing to do. Nothing would be open. Like oh, there's there's nowhere you can go. I just can't imagine me surviving being home with Matthew for three weeks. They would find Maury blue and frozen in a lawn chair on his balcony. Yeah. Completely. Right? Like, that's like he would just have to get away. With a sign that says, I yeah. just couldn't do it. What's the longest you think that you could stay in the house with Matthew with, like, at, like consider, without leaving, without um, going crazy? I would say maybe three days. Three, three days. Oh, you, wow. Yo, oh, y'all never would have survived COVID, God, huh? God. If, if, Don't forget, like, he worked, if you had to work from home. He worked at home every well? day. I took my time leaving here. Your, no, I know. Your relationship should be able to outlast milk. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you, like you. If you yeah. left like milk on the counter, and then you and Matthew in the living room, right? Like milk is going to last longer than your relationship is. Yeah. It's also more cultured. Jesus, man. Okay, so how long would I be able to to last? I'm trying to think here. Mm, we got cats though, right? Like I got to get yeah. litter and all that stuff. Otherwise, like it's Ooh. a whole mess. Yeah. Plus right. Got the dogs. You got. You got to walk. The, poops, you got to. Right? Yeah. You got to walk the dogs. I guess you could maybe have them poop in the garage, right? Like, like worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. I can't let them out in the backyard and let them, like, run around? Six feet of snow! Oh, I guess, yeah. No, you just hold them above the snow. And then what? And it, the poop will just fall out. Ag- again, no. again. No. Six feet. Lift your you arms up. I, let me see if you can be six shut feet. Up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Let me read you this text exchange between Tom Brady and a former teammate. Tom Brady, the GOAT, seven-time Super Bowl champ, plays for Tampa Bay. And he was having this Snapchat convo Mm -hmm. with former teammate Antonio Brown. Tom Brady brought Antonio Brown. Who the hell is Tom Brady's talking to people on Snapchat? Yeah, super weird, right? No wonder Giselle left him. What's Tom Brady doing on Snapchat? (laughs) Antonio Brown was brought to New England... By Tom Brady. Yes. When Brady played there. And then Tom Brady helped bring Antonio Brown to the Buccaneers. Yes. In 2020. So Antonio Brown does not play anymore. Okay. Okay. He quit the team last season. And he's not playing anywhere right now. So Antonio Brown shared a screenshot of a convo that took place in May... Of 2021. So not even this year. Okay. Right? All this time has passed. Mm-hmm. And he decides to now share this conversation. Sounds petty. I love it. Right? Okay. And I don't know if it's because it, all the Tom Brady stuff happening. So he's just mm-hmm. adding. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He's just gaslighting now mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But I here's what pylon. Tom Brady said to former teammate Antonio Brown. You are demonstrating very poor decisions and poor communication to so many people who've gone above and beyond to help you. 
you are acting selfish, and unfortunately, many of those people are exhausted by the erratic and unpredictable emotional behavior. When I met you, you were humble, willing to learn, and anxious to improve things in your life. In a short period of time, you've done those things and accomplished some great things, and very much on the path to success long-term. Unfortunately, you have reverted very much back to a young, immature man that is selfish, self-serving, irrational, and irresponsible. Well, first of all, way to misuse Snapchat. I didn't even think you were allowed to write those words in Snapchat. Or that many. Right? Like, this like, guy's having a full conversation. In Snapchat, right? yeah. There's more, guys. Oh, okay. Okay. There's more. Tom Brady continues to former teammate Antonio Brown. I, for one, am disappointed in many behaviors over the past few months. You've seemed to have lost that humility and that APG. You've gone from hanging around good quality people oh. that had genuine interest in seeing you succeed oh. to seeing others whose lives are erratic and out of control and leading you down a negative path. Damn. And again, all of this Judgy. is on Ooh. Snapchat. Like, way to ruin Snapchat, right? Like, you don't go on Snapchat and want to open that. Thank you. Right? Like, that's Thank a that's an email, right? Like, this is, okay. Don't soil my Snapchat. This is a text <laughs> at best, yes. right? At yes. My opinion, this is a face-to-face -face conversation, <sighs> right? Of course, yes. But... A text, okay, at Sna best, not somewhere like Snapchat. No, no, I didn't like. Well, can you when you message somebody on Snap? What is it like on Snapchat? Like, I thought Snapchat was just for sending nudes. Am I wrong, or is it is that what it used to be? <laughs> it used to be right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, is, is it is that is. still the place to send? Did he send a nude? Did he end it with a nude? No, like, he, did did he, not. he did, he did not. not. No. Well, the one thing about Snapchat is that a lot of that stuff sort of disappears. Right? Gotcha, gotcha, right? gotcha, I mean, gotcha. But not if you're Antonio Brown, you no, screen grab it. Not everything is, I mean, everything is forever on the right? right? right. And, and the thing is with Snapchat, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, if you take a screenshot of something, the person that you're, uh, the other person can see that you've taken you, a screen. Oh, yes. okay. Well. So yeah. Brady knew. Like he, and he should have respected the platform. You can write all that. You can put your feelings in Snapchat, sure. But he should have respected the platform and just ended it with, by the way, here's my wiener. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who, like, Brady? Yeah, Brady. Respect the platform. Hold on. Right? With it without the rings. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You guys know who uh, Jana Kramer is? Who? Isn't The Office? Jana Kramer. No. No, she was on One Tree Hill back in the day. Jana Kramer. Oh, she kind of fun. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you said that before you even I, saw it. Yo, she, I think she just got divorced, too. I think she just got divorced, so she's single. But um, she's got a podcast. <laughs> and she uh -huh. was talking about, because the, the topic of Chris Evans came up. And what? Chris Evans, of course, making all the news because sexiest man and everything. Gotcha. And back in the day, like in Chris's early, early days of acting, right? He was like 26 years old. And in her early, early days of acting, the two of them were a thing. Oh. So she was telling this story on her podcast on how Chris Evans back in the day ghosted her. Uh-oh. Right? And then when Chris Evans, like last year, was single or everyone thought he was single, mm -hmm. she DM'd him and he never said anything back to her. <laughs> oh. Typical guy. 
right? So he kept up with the ghosting. Yeah. And she explains why she think he ghosted her. Listen to this. So we went on a few dates, and I can't remember how many dates it was. I just remember the last date. Well, the like the, our last interaction okay, ever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And to this day, I'm actually still kind of mortified. He called me over and he had some of his Boston friends over. So I went to his place in Studio City and it was going to be a sleepover. And he had all of his friends there. It was a fun time, but I was getting a little sleepy. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to go to bed. And so (laughs) I had asparagus oh no for dinner that There's night just nothing you can do there's just not one thing well so i went to the bathroom and he immediately went after me and like this did he have asparagus too no it was oh, just me broccoli no. kind of guy <laughs> and so that's the last interaction that i remember is him going into the bathroom after i just went to the bathroom with asparagus mm. pee <laughs> And never hearing from him again from the morning. Like, I I don't, we never, we didn't hook up that night. Uh, He stayed up late with his friends. And then the morning I was just like, I I mean, I did like the asparagus walk of shame out of his house. (laughs) So Jana Kramer. She's claiming that she got ghosted because her pee smelled. Yeah. It's true. That's petty. No, no. Thinks that because Chris Evans. There's something else. Captain America. Sexiest man alive. No. Went into the bathroom after she did an asparagus pee no. and then refused to no. interact with her again. I mean, asparagus pee is nasty. Nah, it, it, I mean, yeah, it's come foul. On. Like that first pee yeah. that you have after having asparagus, that first one is the most foul. How long foul. does it linger? Right. Bro, I've like had asparagus and like my next four peas. No, I mean have if had... you pee, how long is it in the air in the bathroom? Or like when you flush. Look at look at Shem right now. He's like, that woman could have ate goat and went right. in that bathroom and made a mess <laughs> and I wouldn't have ghosted her. <laughs> Big facts, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Deepa, mm-hmm. our peoples are being attacked, but we need to stand up for them. Wait, why? What's oh. happening? Our generation, Generation Z. Oh, Uh-oh. They're being attacked. Oh, no, Mocha. Why are they coming after us? We cannot be lumped in no. with the people who I'm, I'm going to play this audio clip of, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's this guy. Um, oh crap, I can't remember his name. But he goes out. like he's, got, he's on Instagram, and he goes out onto the streets, and he finds like people and just asks them like real simple, simple questions, right? Mm-hmm. And then they... The punchline is that these people just don't know the answers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's in the middle of Times Square in New York, and he's asking people of our generation, Deepa, mm-hmm. Gen Zers, mm-hmm. very simple <laughs> questions. Yep. They just cannot yep. for the life of them answer. Okay. Okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. And please, everyone listening right now, just know this is not a representation <laughs> of people like Deepa and I. Mm-hmm. Okay. What country is the Queen of England from originally? Um, I definitely don't know. No, give me, give me your best guess. I guess a country. Mm. What is a country again? Do you know what country the Panama Canal is in? No. If you had to guess, like, what do you think it sounds like? It's a, it's a country. Yep. Yes. Do you know how many moons the Earth has? Around how many, if you had to guess? Two. Oh yes. Do you know what country the Great Wall of China is in? Country? Yeah. 
Japanese? Yes. Do you know what the third month of each year is? Ain't that leap year or some Yeah. Can you name all the months? September, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yes. Do you know what seven plus seven plus seven is? 28. Yep. No, 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 I'm bugging. Um, 14 plus seven. I don't know. What do we call a, a shape with five sides? Oh, my God. Is it an octagon? Oh, Wait, that's six. That's eight. Octagon is eight. Yeah. Is it a stop sign? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Oh sounds God. about right. Damn. Is it a stop sound, sign? Sounds about yes. right. Yes. What do you call a shape with uh, five sides? Is it a stop sign? <laughs> a stop sign. So just know that is not a direct representation nah. of all Gen Zers. Uh -huh. close. Yeah. People close. like Diva and I. Mm -hmm. close. Okay. Is it a stop close. sign? <laughs> yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, I wanted to um, uh, play this for you real quick. And I don't know how every bloody year we get sucked into this stupid toy hall of fame. Mm -hmm. But they get tons of news. Like whenever every year when it comes to nominating and like what toys make it into the toy hall of fame. It's an actual place in Rochester. I understand that. But it to me, like, I don't know how we all get sucked in. And it sounds like to me going to a toy hall of fame sounds incredibly boring. Right. Actually, Aww. it's an amazing. I've, it's so good. Thank you, Maury. It's boring. I would go. No, you would not go. You're not going to go to the toy hall of fame. They have interactive exhibits. Toys. Just say toys. Right? You can see the very first Silly Putty. Great. Yay. Can I see the okay. first uh, Rubik's Cube? Well, you can see one of if them. If it's in there, if it's mm. in the Toy Hall of Fame. Anyway, so so they announced the uh, inductees this year. Let's see if I plan okay. on going to Rochester. Okay. They announced the inductees. And listen to, first of all, like one, like the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Two, the Ooh. enthusiasm. And three, like when, when you think Hall of Fame, like rock and yeah. roll Hall of Fame, hip hop, mm. all of this stuff, Everything. right? You think the ceremony oh. and just like mm. what it would be like to be there just the day super lit. your favorite thing was yes. inducted yes. into the Toy Hall of mm. Fame. Hit me. So here we go. Good morning and welcome to the 2022 oh. National Toy Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Okay, is this real? Yeah. This guy sounds like a huge nerd. <laughs> As songwriter Cole Porter might say, uh -huh. it's the top. Oh, hey. Light bright. Masters of the universe. Hold on. Okay. How many people were there? Like, <laughs> like six? It sounded like Pam from The Office saying Masters of the Universe. That was yeah. a real Midwestern say, accent. It's the top. Light bright. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. <laughs> can I, can I tell you what was like in fair, last right? year? I, sure. Okay, you ready? So American Girl. Great. Risk. Mm. Yeah. And are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. go, man. Stop. Sand. Great. Oh. Perfect, yeah. So the top, Yeah. right, as a, like a, a, a spinning top, mm. like the top, uh, masters, masters of the Universe. Yeah. And, uh, and Light Bright. Oh, Wow. <laughs> right. Come on. Road, Did you ever trip? have Light Bright? Did no. you play Light Bright when you uh -uh, were a kid? Never you had didn't? Uh-uh. Am I the only one that played with Light Bright when I was a kid? I think so. I we don't have. None of y'all played with Light Bright? Mm -mm. Shem, you didn't play with Light Bright? No, he did not. No? Mm -mm. More, you never played with Light Bright? I did. You did? Okay. Deepa, oh. you played Light Bright? 
Do you no, don't know what no, a light bright is? No, no, nobody has any idea what a damn light bright is. Okay. But all six thank, people thank in that you. room do. Thank you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. My DMs over the weekend, I swear to God. So I got my, I couldn't even, like, my DMs were so full of two things over the weekend. Okay. One, people telling me to go and get a bloody oil change. Yeah. Okay. Which you should. Which I should. Did you? No, I did not. And you did a lot of driving on the weekend, didn't uh, you? I did a little bit of driving on the mm-hmm. weekend. But now I'm, like, hyper-cautious of stuff. So I got to go take care of that today. I don't even know. Uh, never just mind. Do you I don't do. know where to go? No, I, no, because I had a guy. My mechanic shut down, right? Yeah. I, he, just, he just dipped. So I had a guy. Bro, right? Google. Mechanic yeah. near okay, me. Okay, okay. But ain't got I don't have time for what? that. What? I don't have Google? No. <laughs> stop it. No. And then the other thing, the other thing that my, my DMs got filled up with. Yeah. Yeah, let me see if I can show it to you because every freaking person because you can't on the see it? internet. You need to read it? Yes. No. <laughs> every freaking person, laughing. every freaking person on the internet sent me the same bloody picture. Hold on here. Let me get it for you. I need one second. The anticipation, oh, right, guys? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't even log in. Oh, never mind. I'm logged in. You know what I mean when I say logged in, right? Nope. Please you, explain. You, you, don't, you, know, you don't know what I mean? You don't know what I mean when I say logged in? you need help in? with your phone? No, I don't need help with my phone. Why'd you not screen grab this then? Well, because I'm not going to screen grab things that like, okay, think, this, this. <laughs> this this what? is what everybody sent me over and over and over again on the weekend, which is uh, for those people who take way too long on the toilet, and they sent me a picture of a toilet that has, like, big leather armrests. <laughs> yeah, I've right? seen those <laughs> this yeah, that's thing, great. Okay, this thing filled... <laughs> This thing filled oh my, my, my <laughs> inbox, okay? So every comfy. person, every single <laughs> person, that. right? So it's a toilet, and it has, like, the the like the porcelain comes way up on the sides, yeah. right? So it has armrests, and then there's, like, leather-wrapped armrests, and uh-huh. then the, the, the back part, like, the seat is leather-wrapped. Basically so, a toilet recliner. Right, yes. How many did you order? No. <laughs> listen, I first of all, I know that this is this thing isn't real, but ev- also- How do you a, know that? It has a square toilet seat, which to me, that is trouble because it, oh, I, I, I would mm-hmm. break it from sitting on it for too long, and mm-hmm. then I got to then go and find a square toilet seat. From No, thank you. I don't want to deal with that. But everybody sent me this. Everybody was like, hey, for the guy who spends that much time uh-huh. on the toilet. And you replied? Do you know where I, you know where I, I first saw that? I was where? sitting on the toilet, right? <laughs> when I woke up one morning, of course. no joke. I was sitting on the toilet, and I was yeah. like, oh my God, I have like I have like 16 DMs uh-huh. and I swear 11 of them were all pictures of this toilet <laughs> right all of them that's how, that's how I woke up Saturday morning oh. right and then yeah and then I just started you know feeling bad about myself <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast the male then Jenny uh, you know him from Silicon Valley mm-hmm. he was Dinesh he was also on uh, in Marvel's Eternals movie that was the one where he got like super ripped for. What was that movie he did with his wife? The Big really Sick. Loved? Oh, The Big, the big sick. sick. Beautiful, Beautiful movie. Yeah, I love that movie a lot. That was a really nice movie. Yeah. Uh, so he's in a new show called Welcome to Chippendales. I think we have to explain what Chippendales is to people. Do you know what it is, Deepa? Do you know what Chippendales, Chippendales? are? Um, that's they're male strippers, right? Right, but like very famous male strippers, where they had the tuxedo collars and bow ties and the cuffs. Right, so imagine like a tuxedo shirt where you left the cuffs and the collar, and you got rid of the rest of the shirt. So ew. it's just like body with cuffs you and a say collar. Ew? Yeah, ew. Just right? like the Playboy Playmate. Yeah, but they were like uh, they were famous, the Chippendale mm-hmm. strippers. So he's in this new movie uh, show. By the way, it's Disney Plus, November twenty second. Um, the story of an Indian immigrant 
Salmon Steve Banjuri, who becomes the unlikely founder of a male review that becomes a cultural phenomenon. There was a documentary recently about the true mm-hmm. story about this. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's a, there's murder. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, Maury. Uh, Maury talking to uh, Camille Nanjani. What do you think viewers are going to love more? The sexy men or mm. the dramatic story? Uh, I think they're going to love both. How I mean, the sexy men are impossible to not love. They're they look so great. True. They're amazing dancers, and the you know the actors and dancers who played them were fantastic. They're all professional dancers and tremendous actors. So I think that's great because there are so many great dance routines and stuff, and uh, you know uh, it's just like it's like a real show. But then. The dramatic stuff, the tension, that's the stuff that really gives it weight, you know? So I think people are going to like both. That's what I love about the show. It's not like light and then dark and then light. It's light and dark, both at the exact same time. Mm. So is this a true, is this all based on like yeah. real oh, events? It's, it, yeah. it's like, it's a scary story. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Well, like what, scary as in like, oh my God. Can't believe this all happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like ultra dramatic. Yeah, like oh, it's, okay, okay, gotcha. it's a wild story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was there any point during the filming of the show that you looked at the sexy dancers and said to yourself, <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Said scary. To yourself, what? Scary, guys. Okay, hold on now. <laughs> Get ready for hold the on. scary. Said to your, I'm trying to think of, uh-huh. said to yourself, What? Said this is David Mori talking to uh, Kumail Nanjani, by the way, for the new show, Welcome to Chippendales, November 22nd on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Was right? there any point during the filming of the show that you looked at the sexy dancers and said to yourself, what do you think? <sighs> See, because I, w- I would normally say, God, I wish I looked like that. But can I, but uh, but Kamel Najani does look like that. Like he mm-hmm. got jacked. Super so we ripped. know that. So I don't think it's that. But but he did get jacked like. This was like two years ago. That right, he so there's a right, lot of time right, to undo right. all that. Maybe, hard work. maybe, did you ever look at those dancers and wish that I had a body like that? Is what I'm going to say. Final answer. I really need to try on those gold speedos. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, man! I was grateful I didn't have to, because I saw how careful they had to be with what they were eating, and I was like, I am so glad I'm wearing these massive suits all the time. I could eat whatever I want. I ate cupcakes every day. I, I ate French toast every day. It was absolutely fantastic. This show, honestly, I, I I can't wait to watch it again with my husband. It was absolutely amazing. And I watched the documentary, like the true thing, and you guys nailed it. Oh, thank you. So you saw, you've seen the whole show. I saw five episodes. Okay, man, you're going to love the last three. And I hope your husband loves them too, because the last three are very, very intense. Interesting. Because you're in a gold Speedo. <laughs> Because I, I, no spoilers. <laughs> you know, at some point he tried them on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Am I like the only in one in the, in the room that has a gold Speedo? You are. Am yes. I the only one here that yeah. has a gold Speedo? Yes, yeah. nobody else does, Shem? No. Gold no, would look no. good on you, man. Actually, yeah. yeah. That right? Is true, Shem. I don't doubt it, but the wardrobe malfunctions, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, listen, you buy, you buy, you size appropriately. Mm, wardrobe malfunctions, right? sir. You, you buy, listen, seepage is not an issue if you size it appropriately. Seepage. Right? <laughs> Sorry, that's a disgusting way. This is, uh, yeah. Jim, we're talking Sorry. to Camille and Jenny. Welcome to Chippendales. You have 3 million Twitter followers. One of them is me. Are you going to pay the $8 a month to keep your blue check mark? I am not. Yeah, I mean, people know. um, People can see my followers. They can see my tweets. They know it's me. And if not, and I have to, like, get rid of Twitter, 
Oh, what a relief that would be. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fence. I mean, $8 a month. I'm, I, I, I live for likes and I want my blue check mark. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if it like, if it's like worth it to you personally or professionally, then go ahead and pay it. But for me, I'll be thrilled to have the hooks of Twitter out of my flesh. That is Kumail Nanjani. The show is called Welcome to Chippendales on Disney Plus, November 22nd. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hello, Ama. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, welcome back to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. It wasn't that long ago that we talked to you. October um, is when we talked to you last, just like three weeks ago. Yeah, you were at a job and somebody at your job, like a boss, promised you a promotion and it didn't work out. And you were kind of pissed about it and being like, hey, maybe I should leave or what? do I have any sort of recourse here? But it turned out that the person who offered you, who promised you this sort of like promotion really wasn't in any sort of position to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we remember uh, you had said that you didn't know like kind of the, the dilemma for you was you didn't know whether or not you wanted to leave that job because you don't want to leave your coworkers hanging, right? You didn't want to like screw yeah. them over. Yeah. So what yeah. did you, what did you wind up doing? Did you wind up talking to somebody above that person? Because it really came down to what do you do at a job when you're promised a promotion and you stick around for that and then it doesn't happen? Like, do you have any sort of recourse when somebody promises you the promotion? So what did you wind up doing? So I ended up talking to HR uh-huh. and HR said, uh, literally right after we had this conversation, like the next day, I spoke to HR and he said, no, this job is not going to be available at this current time. So I was like, okay. So I started actively pursuing other job opportunities. And I, because I was getting um, a lot of uh, track back from my LinkedIn profile and my resume, mm-hmm. um, I ended up finding another job. Oh, oh amazing. Like a better yeah. job? Not better, but like a little bit more money, more job security? Better job security, for sure. More money, and it's completely work from home and remote. Hey! Oh, my God. Because you have a kid at home, right? You have a young child? Yes, I do. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, like, you obviously had to tell your supervisor. Like, did they yeah. say anything or do anything to try to keep you at that job? Yes, so I had my monthly uh, supervision meeting with my manager. So at the end of the meeting, I just told them that, hey, I'm just going to let you know, um, at the end of this week, I'm going to be putting in my two weeks notice. And they were like, okay, what can we do to keep you? And I told them all of the things that um, I had asked for previously before I even started looking for the job. Yeah. Um, so I got a call back from them the next day. And there was no offer. Oh, wow. <laughs> all it was was... Well, HR now is going to repost this job, but we can't just give it to you. So you need to apply for it mm-hmm. as an internal applicant. Um, and there may be other applicants and you can be one of the many applicants um, and uh, re-interview yeah. for the job. So it wasn't a guarantee. No. These process that, uh, that people use now corporately when it comes to employees and they do these sort of like temporary, uh, they do these layoff notices where you're not really laid off, but they tell you that you're going to be laid off and that other jobs will be posted and you can yeah. feel free to apply for those jobs. And it's a terror. It's, it's, it puts people in such limbo and it's so stressful and just so mm-hmm. unfair to sort of run people through that, uh, that ringer, even if they, they are going to give it to you, they still make you go through the process mm-hmm. of, uh, 
of, a, of, a, of applying for. And, and the problem yeah. is, is that is that you don't then feel rewarded, you know, and not like you no. always need to feel rewarded. But but when somebody comes to you and they go, hey, we recognize what you've been doing around here and we do have this promotion, whether it's a little bit more money or a slight title change, whatever it is, that mm-hmm. motivates people to work hard for the company. Yeah. And th- that type of thing no longer exists anywhere. You know, it's all this, you know, you can feel free to apply for something that really you deserve anyway and you're probably yeah. going to get but we're not just going to hand mm-hmm. it to you and it's a real yeah. junky way to do business now yeah, yeah. but it sounds yeah. like just hearing you now compared to three weeks ago you sound <laughs> way happier you sound yeah. relieved um good for things, you yep. things are on the yeah, up for I my resignation yesterday amazing so i feel That's very so happy good. and light and i start my new job in two weeks Oh, so I'm very, cool. very excited. There you go. Great. <laughs> and I wanted to thank you guys so much for your advice because it really, really helped me really make that decision because um, I figured that you guys were right. No job is going to love me more than my family is, so I have mm. to think about my family. Yeah. Oh, girl, we are Good. sending you so much love. Thank you for the update. So happy that uh, in such a short period of time, it was only three weeks ago that we talked to you, that uh, things yeah. like quickly turned around and you're in such a better place now. Yes. All right, yes, girl. Definitely. You have Thank a great so day. Sending you lots of love. You too. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. So I haven't heard this yet. I haven't heard uh, the clip of uh, Sylvester Stallone um, reacting to when I used the Rocky proposal when I proposed to Catherine. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Deepa, what is going on with the microphone over there? Your connection's all... Is that Deepa? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Jesus. All right. Um... If you've seen the uh, the proposal video, it's on like uh, just go to my website. That's the easiest place to find Roswesson.com. Right, that's the easiest way because that's the sort of long proper version and, mm-hmm. and everything else. And going into that day, so many things could have gone wrong because it was a surprise proposal. Catherine had no idea. Roxy had no idea. We had to shoot all of this in one take. We had mm-hmm. one shot. We had cameras everywhere, and so much could have gone wrong. And the only thing that I knew going into that day because I hadn't really planned for anything because um, Catherine was going to read the last chapter in my book, and in there is when I basically ask her uh, to marry me. But I needed to say something after the fact. Like, I wanted to ask her properly, formally. And so I knew all of this stuff could go wrong, but the only thing I knew going into that day was that when I got to the point of where I was going to ask Catherine to marry me, I was going to use the Rocky proposal. Mm -hmm. Because the Rocky proposal from when he and Adrian are at the zoo to me, is one of the greatest pieces of writing, like hands down, pants down, ever in cinema. And it's the most beautiful proposal. And I love Rocky so much and the way that he fumbled over it and everything else. Yeah. I just knew that I was going to use the Rocky proposal. So I was wondering if uh, you wouldn't mind marrying me very much. What'd you say? If you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. Hey. Yes. I'd like to marry you. Yeah? Yes. I'll be a good guy, I promise. I ain't gonna do nothing wrong. I ain't gonna leave no hair in the sink or nothing like that. Oh. You know? <laughs> the best. I love that character so much. So I knew going into into that day that I was gonna, the words I was gonna use to ask Catherine to marry me were, uh, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. I'm so sweet. No. Did right? she know where the line was from? Um, no. I, um, in the moment, no. I don't. I don't think she. I don't think I don't she think actually she, said yes here. She, 
Can we confirm that? Yes, she I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. She says, of course, I would love to. So sweet. Oh, it didn't sound like she said yeah. that. She says, of course, I would love to. <laughs> so, Deep is talking to Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And shows Stallone your proposal. Right. Your Rocky proposal to right. get his reaction. Right. Listen to this. Now, uh, one of my co-workers, he's a massive Rocky fan. Yeah. Co-worker? So he wanted me to show you this video. Well, I mean, because you are. he actually proposed to his now fiance right. using the Rocky proposal. Mm-hmm. So he wanted you to look at this video. Using a Rocky proposal? Yes. You're marrying me too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. Come on. That's funny. <laughs> it's funny. How do you feel about it, that? I think I'm very flattered, my God. But he didn't say, listen, I'll be a good husband. I won't leave any hair in the sink. See, that's the coup de grace. <laughs> oh, so I should tell him that. Yeah, well, if he decides to have, you know, 25th anniversary, yes. use that line. <laughs> Listen, first of all, so I'm not it. committing to not leaving hair in the sink. Right? Like, <laughs> I could never I could never commit to that. It would be over. But there you go. Now you have on record oh, he's the best. Sylvester Stallone, the great Sylve- Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Uh, the writer of the greatest proposal of all mm-hmm. time. Witnessing your Rocky proposal to yeah. Catherine. So beautiful. So beautiful. I love that guy. And I love, I mean, it's, it's, I mean as much as I love Sylvester Stallone, like, I love Rocky more. Oh, who right? doesn't, Like, though? yeah, like, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, hey, listen, uh, again, uh, I am not committing to not leaving hair in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, wow. if that's God. it. Wow. Bro. I did today. The Bro. only reason why, like, this morning, Catherine's going to wake up today, find hair in the sink. Catherine. It's I, not did, too late I did to it today. I do it wedding. every day. It's not too late to call Behind the, the toilet. Like, there's my hair is everywhere. Behind the toilet? Yeah, I blow dry my hair when I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh, oh. my God. Shut up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Yo, Armani, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Feeling good on a Friday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love the name, by the way. Thank you very much. I just, <laughs> I just bought one of your shirts last week. <laughs> <laughs> Armani, uh, what brings you to Razamoka's hell of a story today, and when and where does your hell of a story take place? So this takes place in 2015. I was about 19 years old. I think I think yeah, I was 19 years old. Okay. And um, my car was at a mechanic, and the mechanic didn't want to. You didn't work on my work on my car, so my friend offered to to work my car. So we had to sh- ship it up to Richmond Hill. Okay. We basically had to steal my car back from the mechanic. We knew that a friend of mine, a, a good mechanic friend lived around the corner. So it was like, we were going to go to his house late, later on in the night after we're done. Like if like we needed help, we, we just go to him. Mm-hmm. After we got to the point where we couldn't really like finish the car, we decided at like 2 a.m., like the idiots we are, to go up to his house to knock on his door. Okay. It's just like around the corner. Okay. So Armani, so you had a car at a mechanic's shop. For, yeah. for whatever reason, the mechanic was refusing to work on your car, and he was also refusing to give your car back to you? Yeah. Because you owed him money, what? assuming. So he was holding your car hostage. So you and a friend decide to go and steal your own car back yeah. from this mechanic's shop because you guys yeah. are going to do the work on it. You get the car back to a friend's place. 
Uh, but and your you, friend is a mechanic. The friend he said he had the tools for the job. So you oh, you, like, you, hey. you you need to you need to to recruit like another buddy here to help you finish off the car. And you guys decide at like three o'clock in the morning that it would be good to then go and <laughs> recruit this guy in the middle of the night to work on the car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So so you show up at this guy's house and what happens? So we go and we knock on the door and to no avail. There's no answer. So. Like, of course, the idiots we are, we go onto the back window. Oh, my God. We start, we start throwing rocks at his bedroom window. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Armani, you yeah. idiots. Yeah. Still to no mail, no heads. We're like, okay, you know what? Maybe he went out for like, a, went out to like another friend's house. So we, we decided to go to Tim Hortons. You know, we order our, our, our drinks and all that. And we, we leave the Tim Hortons. And as we're leaving, we see this dude across the street kind of like talking to himself. But like... We don't really paint no mind to it. So we start walking in the direction of my friend's house and the guy starts walking in the same direction with us. And I continue seeing with the corner of my eye, like talking and looking in our direction and like saying stuff to himself. And like, I mean, in mid conversation, I see him cross the street. I'm like, oh no, he's crossing the street. Mm-hmm. As we're walking, I, I start to hear footsteps get louder, louder. And then the footsteps start running up to us and, it, and he pulls up behind us. So he says, so what are we, what are we eating? And we're like, what do you mean? What are we eating? He's like, yeah, you guys are taking me home. We're going to, we're going to make some food. And we're like, no, we're not. We continue walking. We continue like laughing it off. And he's like saying like, yeah, you're, you're, we're going to your house. Like you're, we're going to make some food. That's what we're going to do. And so my friend being the young Thundercat that he is, looks at his little pocket knife and tells him to like turn around and go home. And the guy says, oh, so you have the poke on you. Oh, you know what? Because of that, I'm going to blam you and we'll blam him. And at that point we're like, oh, so he had a gun on him. Yeah, he told yeah, means? He, yeah, yeah, okay. he told the bitch he's gonna shoot both of us. No idea. Okay, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about, man. <laughs> Please don't tell me you brought him home and made him food. No, 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 no. While we're walking, I see my friend reach into his pocket. He's walking ahead of us. I see him reach into his pocket. So I'm guessing, guessing he's like dialing nine one one. So I decided to like talk louder and trying to like, you know what? When you have a dream and you want to like be friends with the demon so like i was like trying to like <laughs> bro, like, bro you're like, killing him with the story man okay so you're talking <laughs> was, to this guy loud <laughs> yeah talking to him loud trying to like you know level with them he's like you know what i like you but i don't like your friends i'm gonna blame your friend but i'm still gonna blame you after i'm still gonna shoot you after so i'm like oh after my friend put i see him put his phone back in his pocket mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden i see him just chuck something quickly into the bush like, like 200 miles an hour so i'm guessing with a knife and Thank God, two seconds later, the police pull up and they have their hands on their firearms. And they, they tell them to get on the ground. And thankfully, they, they apprehended him. But, of course, apparently he was just drunk and he never had a gun in the first place. So they sent him in one direction, they sent him in our direction, and then they let us go. <laughs> Armani, what yeah. the hell does this have to do with your car? <laughs> that Basically, it was just us trying to, like, we we're supposed to go to our friend's house, but... We ended up just going to Tim Hortons to, just to kill time to go. Why don't you just out. start this? Me and my friend were at Tim Hortons at 3 a.m. <laughs> By your description, when you're talking about the Tim Hortons and you said we see this guy, we thought you meant the guy you were throwing rocks at his house to wake him up. He wasn't home because he was at the Tim Hortons. No, no. So what happened to that guy? In the next morning, he actually posted on a Facebook saying that two idiots knocked on his door and almost got kicked out of his house. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. You left Tim Hortons at uh, in the middle of the night, and a guy walked up and he said that he was going to quote unquote blam you, which I just learned meant uh, that he had a gun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you called nine one one. The cops showed up. He did not have a gun. He was just drunk. And then the cops just sent him in another direction and sent you guys off to go and live your lives. Congratulations. Yeah. That was one long <laughs> hell of a confusing story. <laughs> Too much detail, bro. You need to edit next bro. time you tell that story to someone. Bro. You don't need the stuff about the car, the car. in the story. I was no, I was true. so concerned. Why is this mechanic holding your car hostage? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Armani, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Right on, brother. You <laughs> take care, dog. man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Did you guys read this um, Kanye article in Rolling Stone? No. Are they ripping them? Bro, this is nuts, man. I mean, but also not surprising. An extensive new Rolling Stone report sheds more light on Kanye West's fashion brand and the alleged mistreatment of its staffers and contractors. Numerous sources said they accepted positions, believed they had landed their dream job. However, they quickly found themselves in a, quote, cult-like atmosphere that came with 12 to 15-hour workdays inconsistent or delayed payments and abrupt firings for innocuous missteps. But I don't, I, I think that that is sort of on them because if anybody thought that Kanye, if anything he was doing, didn't already resemble a cult, I think you were lying to yourself. Well, this was like, was, it, was, it, still, was it still like that way in, in 2015? I'm going to give you some examples that this article pointed out, but uh, I wonder if Obviously, the Kanye that everybody knows now, especially lately. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they would have seen it back then, or maybe they just thought it would be a great opportunity, temporary work to sure, kind of sure. boost the resume and then move on to the next thing, right? Right. So one ex-staffer described a 2015 incident at the Yeezy studio weeks before Kanye would unveil the inaugural collection. The source claimed that West had a habit of playing his own music in the space, but asked for other recommendations after someone suggested he play something else. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, can Come you on. stop playing like, you? Uh, yeah. So then, allegedly, according yeah. to this person, Kanye looked around at the room mm -hmm. and pointed to one individual and said, what would you like to hear? Yeah. And this person is quoted as saying, I thought, oh, he's a rapper. I should probably mention some rap. Who then suggested Drake. Oh, no. No. And no, says, no. quote, big mistake. Yeah. The next day, Huge. I was fired. Yeah. Because that was during the time when they weren't getting along. But why Drake is that only coming West. out now? Well, because I, listen, you people sign NDAs and they have yeah. all sorts of, you know, people who go to Kanye's school have to sign an NDA. You don't think people who worked with him had to sign an NDA? Listen to this. A Yeezy executive also recalled the time when a top creative was called out for wearing a yellow sweater to work. <laughs> the staffer was allegedly told to, quote, dress for the palette or you dress in black and was then fired. Wow. Another claimed that they were forced to leave their own product review because they were wearing a gray T-shirt. Really? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me, man. Doesn't surprise me at all. He's so particular. And when you're at that level of where you have that kind of power and you have the issues that he was dealing with and all the everything that comes with, like, it's just, it's not surprising. By the way, it's this is, um, 
an expose, I guess, that yeah. Rolling Stone did yeah. on people who worked, uh, who used to work with Kanye. Uh, others said payment was uh, was a constant issue within the company. They'd have to wait months before their Yeezy checks went through. At one point, the situation became so frustrating that this disgruntled employees went on a, quote, mini strike until they were properly compensated. And it's alleged that some employees are still, to this day, waiting for payment. Sure. It's, it's not, yeah, no, you're right, Maury. It's not going to happen. I would love to be able to tell people what to wear. You've, oh, my oh, God. Thank you so for letting great. me wear what I want to wear. Oh, you'd be a first on my list, Maury. <laughs> you, think, you, think, you, think, you think Matthew is uh, hard on what you wear? <sighs> Throwing your clothes away? Um, so quickly, a quick scan of Damn It, Maury. What would you, yeah. if you were able to choose? Oh, if I was able to choose, first of all, on Fridays, we would all be in tank tops. Okay, I love it. Great workplace. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. We Here would we go. all be in tank tops. Other than that, just black. Really? Yeah, just so black. I don't wear black. No, so just, like just Kanye. Yeah, just black. That's I all I want. Dress I don't for the palette or just yeah, black. Thank you. <laughs> yes, dress for the palette. He's on to something. Listen, maybe, maybe I should start a cult. <laughs> right? I'm gonna do. Uh, what is he? Kanye's got. So I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do Wednesday service. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's just it's just all of us sitting around in tank tops. Oh, jeez. This article, though, in uh, Rolling Stone, it's not surprising. It's not it's not surprising at all. And 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 I think that Kanye had told people for so long that he was a genius. And he was very marketable. And so you allowed, you know, Adidas and everybody else allowed Kanye to sort of go on this genius thing because his brand made them a ton of money, like an astronomical amount of money. And when you have enough people claiming that somebody is a genius, people just want to be around that person. Yeah. They want to be in that sort of atmosphere that Kanye has created. But when you realize that the guy is, sure, maybe a genius, but like most of those people in those positions of power who have been labeled genius over the years, they're also colossal Mm a-holes and impossible Mm -hmm. to work with. Well, listen to this. I have one more thing to share from this article. Yeah. Because of the whole... Uh, White Lives Matter shirt, right? So one person who worked uh, with Kanye or for Kanye during this time uh, supported previous reports about his alleged fascination with Hitler and the Nazi party. One employee described being in the Yeezy Los Angeles showroom as they were preparing for that one now infamous fashion show. Yeah. Right? Uh while West was going through the collection's designs, he allegedly told the room that, quote, skinheads and Nazis were his greatest inspiration. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've never heard that. Like fashion, like here's it fashion wise. Yeah. I- I'm sure fashion wise, not the ideological wise, because skinheads always had the, you know, black satin bomber jackets, which we know Kanye. Lo- a lot oh, of people love those jackets and, and the yeah, Doc yeah, Martens. Yeah. And famously, Hugo Boss designed the Nazi uniforms. Yeah. Right? Like, the uniforms were beautiful. Like, all of this stuff, but you can't say that. No. And even if it, even if that aesthetically was the thing, you can't even be inspired by that because why would you want to be? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, well, it's a fast. if you're interested, it's a fascinating article. Yeah. A lot of people spilling the tea. Yeah. More than, like, full pots Bro. of tea. Yeah. Uh, it's Rolling Stone talking to uh, former employees of, of Kanye's Yeezy Bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kim, oh. sir, Hello. I have. 
I know you're not much of a gamer, but I got a video game that is right up your alley. Ooh. That I know oh. you are going to be spending so much time with. Okay. Excuse me. Excited. Is it like about draws? Be careful. Okay, there it is. There's a new video game on the yeah. way that they just released a trailer for. About booty. And it's called... Booty Master. <laughs> the complete opposite. Bro. Oh, what, what is it? I am Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> hey. Hey. For real. This is like for Shut real. I, guys. But this is it is like ironic? Real. Is it like parody? No. Or is it is this done by like Christians that like you know every now and then Bro, like Christians try and release something? No, 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 no. And it does very well, this, but it's god awful. They got like this is legit. This is like, you know, on the level, like um in terms of graphics. Yes. Like we're talking like Grand Theft Auto. Shut style. up. Yeah. Oh, so in here. this game. You play Jesus Christ. Of course you do. And you have, and I, I guess there, there has to be like a VR element to it because when you watch a trailer, I would hope so. You have, um, like you are, like you, you see your hands, Jesus's hands, and they glow, and you have powers, mm. and like you know, fishermen ask for your help, and then you have to go and help fishermen. Them. Yeah, and you have to go help them get fish. There's a part of the game where someone's like, oh, something, my wine is all bad or something about the water. And then Jesus turns the water into wine. Amen. Listen, man, I'm telling I am not strapping on a VR headset and washing leper feet. <laughs> That's just not fun have, for me. Basically, it's not fun for me. Basically, you have the power, like the powers of Jesus in this game. It's <laughs> called right. I am Jesus Christ. Oh, yep. Your hands glow uh, as you complete missions and you help others yeah uh you, like what i said you turn you fail the mission <laughs> yeah um, we know how the story is. If there, the, the, there is no failure when it there's comes to jesus. there's but uh, isn't the end game okay never mind there's Go a ahead. there's a there's a part in the game where like cause jesus is a carpenter right and he's got to get <laughs> his material on. so his hands glow and you see like the two by four Shut floating <laughs> going into the place Come where on. he wants to go then they, here's, here's a little bit of the trailer, Did you get okay? messages from God? Listen, listen. Many people have attempted to write about the things that have taken place among us. Reports of these things were handed down to us. Just heal my son. I'm the only why you want to save all those humans. You deserve that and believe me that at the end, they will betray you and kill you. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there's parts of the game. So you have, you know, like in video games when you see like your energy level and like you have to do certain things in order to get the energy level yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's parts of it where you'll get a pop up and it'll say fasting of the Holy Spirit. You are starving and must head to each prayer location indicated by the God rays and pray in order to survive the, the desert. It's so true. then you have to follow these God rays to the destination. Or your energy level may be so low that you are out of Holy Spirit. Mm. And the pop-up reads, <laughs> Come on now. you are out of Holy Spirit energy. Use the R key in order to recharge your energy. <laughs> so it's a, it's a real game, Sham. I, I believe it. I'm watching the walkthrough right now, like the actual gameplay. This yeah. looks like the worst game I've ever seen in my okay, life. You watch your mouth. I just <laughs> listening. Okay, literally. It's called I Am Jesus Christ, by the way. Literally, and it's I out just, next month, just in time, just in time for Jesus' birthday. birthday. Okay. Oh. I just I just watched. I just fast forwarded through 15 minutes of 
first-person video gameplay of him walking around a village looking for John the Baptist. Got to find him. <laughs> That's, apparently he does. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Apparently he does. <laughs> also, also, in this game, have you, do you watch the gameplay on this? Come on now. Gameplay? Who needs booty when you have Jesus? Come on. Come on. Oh, he's in the water. Oh, he's about to baptize somebody. I guess he found him. See? See? All you have to do is pray, Roz. <laughs> Get to the end to see what happens. Also, well, first of all, he's wet and he's ripped. Who, so, Jesus? Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe it's Jesus. I'm not sure who. There's some guy in the water. and he's... Is he walking on it? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you natasha hello it's Roz and mocha hey good morning why are you reaching out to so, us my question is what do you do when you feel like you don't have a safe space oh wow um you wrote it says Roz and mocha fix my life i'm recently separated from a 15 plus year relationship you guys were high school sweethearts so you're in your early 30s and having to move back in with your parents is obviously a privilege and a blessing, but I know I will inadvertently impact my mental health, which I consistently struggle with. My mom has been a trigger my entire life, and now going back as a failure is even worse. How do I cope in a healthy way? How long have you been back at home now? Um, a little over two months. Okay, two and months. since you've been home, has your mom been saying anything? To you, oh. like to make you feel feel this way? Yes, and Mocha, if this makes it any more easier, I'm from a Caribbean household. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there were a lot of red flags um, earlier on, and yeah. they just um, kind of called them out, and I kind of kept seeing it through, seeing it through, and so it's kind of like a little bit on my end as well, but also it's just, yeah. So there, you got, you got parents doing the I told you so, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I think that when it comes to moving back home as an adult, you have this sense of failure, and that is like that's a big weight to carry. Um, but the the thing that you have to watch out for is that you don't sort of regress back into the habits and the relationships and the person that you were when you lived there when you were a teenager, right? Because it's very easy to do. And I think that the the conversation that has to happen should have already happened out of the gate was sort of establishing new boundaries and new rules with you as an adult, with your with your parents. And you're not coming back as a failure. You're coming back as somebody who just needs a little support. And obviously that's what family's for. And you don't need to eat any garbage for it from them. And you'd rather not hear about it. And you know, establish what you need from them and then what they need from you. Like if you're not paying rent, you know, you're going to have to do something around the house, whether that's, you know, housework or anything else. Um, But I think that the way to stay positive is, you know, you have to maintain some sort of like social aspect of your life. Otherwise, you're going to go back to just living your life like you like a teenager again. And your mom's going to be telling you to not stay up late and watch Netflix like it's going to be weird. Right. 
you have to do you have to do all that stuff and look at the opportunity because if you are in a ton of pain and you out of this relationship and your parents are like doing the I told you so you also have an opportunity which is you're in a position now of where maybe you don't have to spend a ton of money and I'm sure that there was things that you wanted to do but never felt like you could afford them never felt like you had the time to do them all of this stuff and I think that you have to sort of move forward even though it feels like you're moving very far back you have to figure out what moving forward looks to you and you've got to keep going in that direction no absolutely and I and I think a part of where I struggle with it is that um so there are things like I want to get my master's I wanted to I have a, I have a really pretty good job like I'm in my field and everything but mm-hmm. um there are things that I wanted to do and and I want to do them but because my mental health is kind of regressed as well it's like it's a struggle what, what makes you feel better like what sort of what sort of gets you out of that when you're when you're sort of going dark? What gets you out of it? Reading, <laughs> I, yeah. like breathing. I, like I do want to be more socialized, oh. but like yeah. it's it's there's nothing. I feel like at this point that motivates me to want to be socializing anymore. Like you know, in a healthy space. Do you get any type of support from your family at all? A little. Um, I they're they're supporting and giving me my space and yeah. letting me understand. No, but, but like emotional support or saying like you know mm-hmm. you you'll get back on your feet or you know if it is you that you want to meet someone else like you'll meet someone else or don't worry like we got you type of thing. N- not in that sense, no. No. Do you have sense. anyone in your life that offers that type of yes, support? I do. You have, do like my best friends, but they okay. also are just kind of giving me that space right now. Of course, which I appreciate. Well, I think with your um, friends, you can let them know what it is that you need from them as well. And even like to take it a step further, if you're like, you know, really feeling down and you feel like you need to talk to someone, like there are people out there, there are places you could go um, to, to help you manage the, the feelings and manage the situation right now. Yeah. It, well, the ironic part is I work in the field of mental health. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so you know, so you know all the answers, you know who to call and like answers, where to go. But- yeah. But it's just that's kind of the ironic part is that it's like I'm struggling so much sure. myself. Of course. Knowing the answers. When, yeah. it com- when it comes to your friends, I wouldn't let it go. You, you, like I know that they're giving you space and stuff. But what winds up happening is that when you sort of give yourself space and they give you space, it all seems great. And it seems like everybody's doing the right thing. But then when you guys finally do get back together and you go out for the evening or, or they come over for coffee or whatever it is, you're unloading so much on them all at once mm-hmm. where they're not getting the sort of constant updates where they can help you along the way. Like it's a very overwhelming position right. for your friends right. to be in when you're like, I just need space. And they're like, okay, we'll give you space. And then when you do finally see each other, it seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it gets weird. Yeah. Like it's, right? it seems like a lot and it seems like, you know, for them, if they, if they feel that this is, whoa, this is like too much for even me to handle as one of your best friends, um, it, it's overwhelming. And then they may not reach out to you as frequently. And then all of a sudden friendships start to dwindle and, you know, you're starting all parts of your life over again. I would, I think maintaining like consistent communication with the people that you feel are there to help you is key to getting you to move forward. That that totally makes sense. Don't sit don't sit alone. No, absolutely. Yeah. Does that yeah. help, Natasha? Yes, it does. Very All, right, yeah. All the best to you. Thanks so much for reaching out. And also, Roz, I just want to point out that I was at your book signing and you are amazing and that book is amazing. So Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. I really appreciate that. Hey, but for real though, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Because I was at the book signing too. <laughs> 
for Guyanese Alliance, I'm going to say Mocha. What hey, the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Didn't even have to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom was right. Oh, my God. Dude, you're so mean. <laughs> Love you, Natasha. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Get ready to relax, guys. Oh, okay. Actually, Hold get on, ready me... to relax everyone. Let me get in my relaxing mood here. Relax. Just wait. Just wait. Like, how relaxed? How relaxed? Like, like am I mad? Like, like being like... soothed by... The soft voice of Mr. Sean Mendez. Oh. Who is back on the Calm app with another sleep story. Just released. Sean Mendez? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. He's this, def- is a, this, this is the second time. Is relaxing. Guys. It sure is. I would let him talk to me. Guys, listen. He's done this before. Okay. Right? I love the Calm app, by the way. Yeah, I got. I got. Do. I love this app so much. Yeah. We got the lifetime subscription. Lifetime? What'd you pay mm-hmm. for that, by the way? Oh, bro. How much? Throw a dollar figure out there. It was what like, are we talking? So we got it on sale. Okay. Because you know me, I love a sale. Yes, 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 yes. We got it on sale. I think it was like two something. The regular price is like four, I believe. Oh. So what, like 200, like say like 250? Two something, yeah. Like something 250 like that. bucks. Yeah, 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 and what yeah. does that get you? They get you every the, the calm app. There's no get, add-ons after the lifetime no, subscription. No, you get all the daily meditations. You get all the sleep stories by the celebrities. Okay, right? Like Sean Mendez is on there. Idris Elba is on there. Yeah. Um, who else is on there? Um, 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 um. Oh my God, what's the? All right, all right. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey is on there. I should, I should get on that thing. Yeah, it's really good, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. I'll yeah. Just, maybe I'll find it in a sec. Yeah. But I. But you won't. Actually, no. I'll, I'll, I'll play you the Sean Mendes one first. Okay, yeah. And then I'll play you. I'll play you one. I actually listened and fell asleep. To. Okay. Okay? Okay, yeah. So this is the Sean Mendes uh, sleep story on the Calm app called We Are Connected. Tell okay. me if this is soothing at all. Jesus, get to it. Bro. I want to take a second and just check in with you right now. Nope. Because sometimes the day can be such a blur. Can you please? Not calming. Can you? That is not a calming voice. We're 22 seconds in. I know. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like listen, (laughs) please. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) You don't get a chance to catch your breath until you're lying. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Bet. okay, go ahead. Trying to get to sleep. Uh-huh. You turn the lights off, your head hits the pillow, and it's just you and your thoughts. You and your dreams. Sometimes when I'm going to sleep after a show, my whole body is filled with this euphoric energy. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts are swimming through memories of the night and the feeling of being so connected to so many people. You don't look calm. Check <laughs> off the lights. <laughs> this is not calming. This is not calming at all. This is nice. It's not calming. Other times, I'm headed to bed with some stress in my body or anxious thoughts running through my mind. And once in a while, nighttime comes around and I'm feeling kind of distant and disconnected. No matter what you did during the day, whatever energy you've been carrying around, there's no hiding from it when you're trying to drift off to sleep. So for me, nighttime 
is a chance to reconnect. You're not vibing to this. No, no, <laughs> no. It may, and you know, it doesn't calm. It, 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 it does the opposite of calming it down, actually. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't anger, anger me. I'm not angry, but you I sound it just, pretty angry. No, I just no because, uh, like, here's I don't I don't take advice right, and I don't like when people talk to me like this because it just makes me uh, uh, worry more. Right, I start thinking more about all those things. I actually thought it was really relaxing. Yeah, no, I find okay. the whole process uh, to be stressful. God, I'm yeah. distracted a little bit. Let You're, me. Uh, what, what, for were, you. what were we distracted about, Sean? For some reason, this is just a me thing. Yeah. I, I could hear him ending that with like, yeah, like some sort of Toronto man slang because <laughs> oh, right. I don't know why. That's just okay. Just a yeah, me yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I, maybe yeah. this might help. Okay, I'm go. gonna play for Hit you. Me. This one worked for you, right? This one, I fell asleep. Oh, and okay. I was so calm. Okay, good. okay. Yeah, Are yeah, you yeah. ready for yes, this? Please, I want to be calm. Okay. I want to be. This is, believe it or not, this yes. is on the calm app. Okay, hit me. Hello, my friend. I've been hoping to talk with you. To personally thank you for your kindness. Is that a transformer? I am glad that we have this time together. My allies and I are grateful to you for allowing <laughs> for us God to rest sake. outside this your worked. home. This worked. Not every human is so welcoming to life forms from a distant world. <laughs> Shut up. I swear. We feel fortunate to meet you. You are a generous person. And a good friend. I just realized that I have not yet properly introduced myself. Uh -huh. My name is Optimus Prime. <laughs> I swear, it's on the comment. It's called the history, history of the Transformers. What kind of racket is this? Join Optimus Prime in an epic tale about the origin of the Autobots and Decepticons. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm so calm right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. 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 Queen. Queen. What's going on? You know, just doing Queen things over here. I hear you, bro. <laughs> How was your day yesterday? Um, what did I do yesterday? I got a haircut. Oh, look at you! Yeah, Looking yeah. all fresh. Thank you. Damn, you went to Black Barber? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't go to a Black Barber. Why not? Oh. I've been going to the same... <laughs> <laughs> why, Roz? Okay, why? That's a good question. Um, uh -huh. Have you even tried? That's, a, wow. no, that's an even harder question. Because I have. Because if I say no, uh -huh, then, then it's, it's why. why? <laughs> <laughs> need to be open-minded. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Uh, these questions. Yeah. Anyway. It's a tough room. Let's just forget the last 15 seconds. Oh, that's what she said. I can't, though. Um, so you got a haircut. Yeah. You, ever since you quit ET Canada, yeah. you're doing like, your days now completely wide Where open. Where they and cut? You're doing like everyday things oh, now. Yeah. You're going to you're going to the mall, shopping, the mall, shopping, right? You're going yeah. now for haircuts yeah. during the day. I know, I know. And then I, I know. And then I was talking to Catherine last night, and I was like, I gotta find something to do. Uh -huh. I don't like the time. Do puzzles. I know. I don't like having the time. I don't like going home after the show. Really? No. Oh, so what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I was just, I'm, I'm every day I'm like, maybe I can, maybe I should do this. Hey, can I come and do that? What, what can I, cause Catherine's in her studio all day. Right. And I'm yeah. like, maybe I'll come to your studio and just do something there. Like, I'll just like be creative in some weird way. Mm -hmm. 
And she was like, she why don't, don't you just you like, there. she's like, why don't you just like come home and just like relax and like, you know, like take the time that you've earned. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, I don't want it. I you should write a book. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Trust me. Because you don't know how to not be busy. I don't. I'm terrible at not being busy. That's like I my dad. Yeah, I can't my do it. My dad's the exact same way. Yeah. Like if he's not doing something, yeah. then he needs to find something yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will start going to a black barber then, Shem. Maybe that'll give me something to do. How often do you go? That's the other thing. I can't commit to a black barber. You guys go way too frequently. You guys, firstly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said you guys. I didn't say you people. Okay. Yeah, I you go, guys I go once is a fine. Week. <laughs> I go once a week. Once a week? That's yeah. too much of a commitment. No, it's, it, you got to get a You know what a lineup is, Roz? A what? A lineup. Yeah, that's like what happens out in front of Taco Bell. That, well, <laughs> no, n- no. Not, not of the black barber. A oh. lineup allows you to sort of shape your hairline all the way around. Okay. Yeah, and you, get, you can also get your beard lined up. You, your, your beard, getting your beard lined up from black barber, you would look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get on that people's... Uh, Sexiest list again. Yeah. Telling you. Yeah, Jeez, man. I don't, it's too much of a commitment once a week. Nah. I don't know how. I, I don't know Henri how. Every week. What's that? I go to Henri every week. Who's that? Oh, your beard guy? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get a haircut every week, No, though. he does my hair, too. Does he? Yeah. You get a haircut once a week now? He does my hair, my beard, and my ears. <laughs> mm. Hey, did your black barber do your ears, Jim? Nah, no, no, he does no. not. No, <laughs> you got to go to a white guy to get the ear hair done, right? Yeah, that's, you're on your own. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own. We'll do, we'll do everything. And that's just not the ears. Nah, that's nah, disgusting. You keep that for yourself, homie. Yeah, that's like for your, your nana should be cutting your ear hair. Um, so you get your hair cut once a week now? More? How often do you get your hair cut, Mocha? Once a month. Once a month? Yeah, I used yeah. to get once a month. Uh-huh. Right? I, I think used to once, do once a month. A month. Is fine. I used to do. Yeah, I used to. I used it's to a do package. It's a what? It's a package price. How much is, oh, oh, like you go in and you're like, I'll have the number five and it's yeah. like beard. It doesn't say ears I, though. He just no, does ears. No. Oh, the goodness of his heart. I tap my ear and he knows what to do. I'm like, did you do? Oh my God. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That's so disrespectful. That? That's so disrespectful. Yeah. He has the razor. No. I'm like, then hand it to me. I'll do it. No, no. That's so, that's yeah. so, if tapping it's anything tap, and tap, expecting tap. somebody to do something to that thing is oh. so rude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no. It's so. Can't do that at the black barber shop. That's for sure. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, what a Grammy nominations happening today? Is that the they deal? Mm-hmm. Jeez, looking forward to that. They used to do it earlier. Yeah, but they have to do it. They everybody's on the West Coast, right? So they'll do it at nine a.m. in L.A. and then we get it at noon. What are some of the predictions? So Yo, Beyonce for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? it's. I think it's really like. So for album of the year, a lot of the predictions, like it's a pretty, it's actually fairly stacked, and I would not say it's a lock for Beyonce at all. Who else is there? Adele. Ooh, yeah, good album. Harry Styles. Oh, Ooh. great album. Mm-hmm. That's the winner. Kendrick. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Bad Bunny, who's huge. Oh boy. Meg Meg the Stallion has a chance. These are just all predictions. This could completely go sideways, and you know, and half these people may not be nominated. Harry Styles is going to clean up. Um, and then record of the, it's all the, it's all the same. It's all the same name from that category. Uh, I don't know. Where's this from? That's from Rolling Stone. Oh, Rolling Stone says Adele's going to win. They say Adele's going to win. What about, um, I know that Taylor Swift missed the deadline for midnights, Yeah, but she would have been, is she eligible then for the all too well? Yes. Album. Yes. Cause that all too well song. 
right? Yes. With the mini movie and everything. So I don't think that she would. Yeah. So yeah. So she. Yeah. Taylor Swift, one hundred percent. Yeah. But but you have Drake not submitting, The Weeknd not submitting. Um, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be for this one anyway, though. It would be for the. It would be for the next one for Drake, right? Well, no. He he dropped a couple projects. Oh, that's right. Beforehand. He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but he didn't submit. So there's a lot of there's a lot of big names that are not you know even in the conversation because they just didn't submit, right? Yeah. So it really, I think that the Grammys this year come down to like Adele, Beyonce, and Harry Styles, yep. and and Taylor Swift, which like those are monster names, Jeez. like yeah. to, in in you know in in one night, right? Mm-hmm. Don't it's sleep on tough. Lizzo. Lizzo had a no. great album. Yeah, as well you're this right. Year. She's right. right. Yeah, to you're be right. Nominated. Mm-hmm. You are right. I think Harry Styles though is going to clean up. You think so? Yeah, I do good. not. No, nope, dude. That album was like nope. Crazy. Although, I do when not. it comes to the Grammys, the Grammys and and like the counterpart, the Oscars, are very weird with the what? way they award things that may have been popular mainstream by not giving them any awards. When is the last time a Harry Styles type artist cleaned up at the Grammys? That's Does sort Lady of Gaga's that's that's count? sort of young. Good-looking pop star. When's the last time that is done well at the Grammys? I mean, if you want to count Bruno Mars as young, right? Maybe, sure, sure. His twenty-four Karat Magic album. When was oh, that? Yeah, that cleaned that? up. When was, was that? like three years ago? Uh, yeah, three Grammys right ago, right? Had to uh, have been. I'm just saying it's rare. Yeah, actually, it was six years ago. Yeah, yeah. six years, really? Yeah. It's for Bruno it's, Mars. Oh my god, it's rare. Like the the like the the Harry Styles. You know, like those pop stars, they don't tend to do well at the Grammys. They really don't. Huh. Would you count the, Lady Gaga as a pop star? Oh yeah. Um, she did no, well. no, no. I mean, I mean the young, good-looking oh, guy. Who? Oh, who? not guy. I was gonna say Billie Eilish for young. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but like but that. Just right. you know, like at the Harry Styles, mm, yep, right? Like yep. that. That you know, the the swooning kind of sex god type pop star. Yep. They don't do well at the Grammys. Maybe we need more of. They those. do like like did Je- like has Je- like did Timberlake ever clean up at the Grammys? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Even with that monster album he had. I don't uh, think he did, day, right? The, uh, I, I'm just saying that, that that type of guy, that type of artist, never does what you think they will at the Grammys. Hmm. I'm trying to think like back in the day, Ricky even. Martin? Yeah, Ricky Jeez. Martin. I may need to drop an album. <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a new movie hitting theaters November 23rd. It's by Disney called Strange World. Have you seen the ad for this? The no. the commercial? No. Oh my god, dude, so good. How do I it, not know about this? Well, they are showing the commercial uh, like crazy. Jake Gyllenhaal's in this. Dennis Quaid is in this. Gabrielle Union is in this. Lucy Liu is in this. Um, and oh, oh, it's animated. Yeah, it's an animated oh, gotcha, movie. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha, they're just gotcha. these ex- explorers that go to find themselves on a strange world. I like that. Right? And then adventure happens. Uh, they get into a little bit of a jam, and they got to get themselves out of it. All-star lineup here. Um, Dana God, that one guy looks like John. The, the character looks like John Krasinski. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Damon Mori talked to Dennis Quaid, who's Love one of the Dennis voices Quaid. in. He plays. In the uh, movie. He plays like the grandfather. He plays the the explorer grandfather. Okay, I got you. Uh, did you watch the movie? I did, and I bawled my eyes. Did, did you, really? you really? It's one of those <gasps> because no. like the message, like it turns out. So Jake Gyllenhaal plays the dad. Yeah. Okay. Dennis Quaid's the grandfather, yeah. and then they have their grandson or, or son, yeah, yeah. Who, Ethan, 
who is gay and he right. has a crush on another guy. And both Jake Gyllenhaal, the dad and the grandfather, help him with like, well, here's how you should like flirt with the guy, or here's oh how you like. They're both so accepting, and I was just like, oh my god. So you bawled, huh? Yeah. How 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 early into the movie were you bawling? No, it was like halfway through. Oh, at oh. first I'm like, oh, so like, oh, so you're all just like, this oh. is happening while they're like exploring yeah. this strange world. This strange world, yeah. And yeah. everything else that's happening in the movie with the, yeah, with the mission so and all that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, David Moore talking to uh, Dennis Quaid. Yes. Oh my God. I have to tell you how much I loved this movie. I know it's called Strange World, but I'm telling everyone it's called Perfect World because as a young gay guy myself, Excuse a movie me, like this with acceptance and family being accepting of their gay son this is awesome is the fact that acceptance is such a big part of this movie one of the reasons you decided to do this movie no it wasn't one of the reasons i wanted to do the movie but i I also thought it was really done well because they didn't point to it you know it just made it a natural part of life and and instead of having some cathartic coming out experience that somebody had to deal with you know rearranging their their psycho their psychosis or their psychology or whatever and it just you know it was a lot more natural that way and i, mean, uh, I wish i had movies like this when i was a kid which is what we were what we're all aiming for really isn't it you know it's about acceptance and the movie is about that it's about being your authentic self and uh who you are not what you're supposed to be for you, uh, for uh, anybody else, and that's the way you're going to make the best contribution to the world. It's uh, Dennis Quaid talking young. to David Morey as a young the, gay uh, guy. The movie Strange World, new Disney animated movie out on November 23rd. How long, David Morey, do you think you could get away? Because this was on Zoom, right? Yeah, with a beautiful ring light in front of me. Right. How long do you think you could get away with saying as a young gay guy? As long as I look like a young gay guy. <laughs> Almost 50 years old. You're still trying to use that line. Clearly now, works. Dennis, okay, I saw an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal, and he was saying this is the second movie you guys have done together where you weren't even together. Is it yeah. in one of your contracts where you don't work I together? I like it that way. <laughs> I really do. He's much too good looking to be in the same frame with. And, uh, you know, little distance, little far. Yeah, we were laughing about that. In fact, only this time I'm uh, I was looking for him in the last film and now he's looking for me. Hey, are they rebooting Parent Trap? Uh, Is that the rumor? Everybody's asking about it. Huh. Hmm. I don't remember the first Parent Trap. No? Uh-uh. 1998. 98? Lindsay Lohan. Parent Trap. No, well, there was a Parent Trap before that. Was but the one with Lindsay Lohan was 99, 98, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So that, that's what they're rebooting? That's what, no, everyone wants them to reboot. Oh, oh yes, of course Because now do. that Lindsay Lohan's back in our lives, everyone's yes. like, oh, how about that? Gotcha. movie on Netflix. Gotcha. Okay, so Damien Mori uh, brought that up with Dennis Quaid. I know that we're celebrating your new movie right now, but also Lindsay Lohan just came out with her own Christmas movie, and Lindsay Lohan is back. We're loving her. 1998, you did Parent Trap with Lindsay. Would you ever do a reboot or a reunion or a part two of Parent Trap? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'd do that. Oh. How do you see that playing out? Do you? I don't know. I don't know. Write it. It's my job. Ready? Come see me. I'm not going to write it for you, okay? <laughs> 
All right, now apparently I'm writing a movie, so we'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah, get to work. <laughs> yeah, I'll start working on that script, Dan Warren. Uh, Dennis Quaid is in a new movie called Strange World. It's by Disney. It's animated. It's out on November 23rd. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is also voicing a character, as is uh, Gabrielle Union and Lucy Liu. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you guys see this email that Elon Elon Musk sent out to Twitter employees yesterday? No. I've stopped following the whole Elon. Whoa. It was like a... With like a Google Doc link and everything. <sighs> What's he doing now? Didn't he tell people that you got to come back to work or you can suck an egg? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he sends this email yesterday with a Google form that employees have to fill out. And employees love those, by the way. You know when it's due? <laughs> so he sent it yesterday morning. Yeah, it's due today. Yeah, five p.m. Okay. Okay. The form asks whether the remaining workers at the company are looking to leave or stay. Fair enough. Okay? Mm-hmm. Within this document, it says, going forward to build a breakthrough Twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world, we will need to be extremely hardcore. This will mean? mean working long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade. By the way, the email was titled A mm-hmm. Fork in the Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the four asked staff to either click yes or no on the pledge to the quote new Twitter. If they fail to do so by the deadline, by mm-hmm. 5 p.m. today, they will be fired <laughs> with three months severance pay. Yeah. It's always great when the, when a new CEO comes in. You know, we've had that here. A guy came in, ripped apart the entire building. Literally, two, his two name's Guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> ripped apart an entire building. And then, like, and then he was gone. And, like, the work wasn't even done. And people were like, what the hell's going on now? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's trying, always... Trying to make a difference. Yeah. Nobody wants to ever fill those things out. Like, you would almost... And I'm sure that there's so many people working at Twitter that the decision... They were, like, on the fence being like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I can stick with Elon. And I'm still doing a great job. And I still feel, yeah, I gotta, mm-hmm. I can contribute. I, you know, I'm good at what I'm doing I do. My part. All this, I'm doing my part, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you get a, a notification to fill out a Google Doc. And I'm sure yeah. that that was the breaking point for people. Like, a lot of those people who were like, meh, why not? And then the Google Doc comes through and you're like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. That's like, that's the sort of last straw. Asking Google them to, Doc. Yeah, and asking them to commit to long hours well, and be fired. Yeah. As well, if, and I'm sure they're already working long, well, that, that's, intense hours. Th- that's right? the sort of, that. that's the, the tech way, right? That's why all those companies, and I know it's crazy over the years when you heard about all these, these tech companies where they, you know, get free lunch and dry cleaning and free Uber service and everything else. It's because they never want them to leave. Yeah. Right? They make it as comfortable as possible to where you never feel like you have to go home yeah. because they don't want you to go home. And then Elon came in and said, not only are, are we taking away every single free thing yeah. that was offered before, no lunch. but now you you are not allowed to work from home. Yeah. You have to come in yes. to the office. And yeah. now I'm asking you to fill out this Google Doc I know. that I sent yesterday that's due today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With a yes or no. <laughs> like in elementary school, when you pass that note to the person you like, and it simply reads, like, do you like me? Circle yes or no. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever... Uh, I remember sending one of those notes, mm-hmm. but I sent it on behalf of somebody. That's usually how they went. 
Oh, right? Like pass this to so like, Yeah, you would like pass this on somebody's behalf. Like mm. you never directly did that. And then when you got it back, did you look at the answer before you of passed it? Of course I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I'm a like I'm a snake that way. Yeah, you can't hold roast, that kind of roast your fan. <laughs> when it was, when it was you can't hold that no. kind of info from me. <laughs> Here you go, loser. She said no. Yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see that video of that girl um from the States? visiting Canada and freaking out when she went into a bulk barn? No, why? They don't have bulk barn in the States? Because sometimes you forget. Like, but they have bins in grocery stores. Sure, but not like a full store dedicated to, to bulk. like just all bulk. Right. Just like endless rows of bins. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes you forget, like, when you live here, we yeah. have things that they don't have in the States. It was, it was like years ago when, you know, somebody who had never been to the States before, when you walk into a grocery store and you're like, wait a second, they have vodka? Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. was wild, and then, man. On the flip side, the States have, like, enough things that we don't have here in Canada. Yes. So this girl by the name of Mason Tanner posted on her TikTok account when she was <laughs> visiting, um, walking into a bulk barn and then freaking out over... The options. Guys, what the f- is a bulk barn? Because my uh, my mind is blown. You literally just macaroni take out and macaroni and cheese, chicken soup mix, cereal. Look it. You could just get lemon pie, dulce de leche by, your, by itself. This is wild. Oh, I f- love Canada. I'm from it. Turkish, Turkish aircraft. Oh, my God. Look, you can get macaroons. <gasps> oh, my God. This is the coolest place I've ever been. Oh, my God. M&M's. Don't tell Canada, but I... I took an M&M. Oh, my God. Look at these chocolate-covered marshmallows. <laughs> Kit Kats. Oh. Mini peanut butter cups. OMG. I'm literally, my jaw's on the floor. This is the craziest place I've ever been. And this is the smartest I've ever seen. Like, you take as much flour and salt and everything. <laughs> Red velvet cake mix. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is. It's a magical place, Bulk like, Barn. Like, have we been taking Bulk Barn for granted? <laughs> I think maybe we have. We have it, like, it's Sam's Club in the U.S., but they only have baked goods in that. Yes, yeah. they don't have. Like, don't she have... was She went through every single aisle, yeah. and she looked in every single bin because yeah. she went from chocolate-covered marshmallows to like flour. I know. Like, I, I guess it would be if you've never seen a giant vat full of M and M's with a scoop. That yeah. would be incredible to see. Like, it feels wrong. Yeah. Taking like, them, right? I can take as much as I want. I mean, I got to pay for it, but still. Yes. I could fill up this plastic bag. Yes. With M&M's. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's wild. It is. Maybe we have been taking Bulk Barn for granted. Maybe so. maybe you're right, because I always find going to Bulk Barn, I'm always like, oh, God, I got to go to Bulk Barn. Right? Like, I, it's a bit of a pain in the ass because I feel like I have to do all the work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Uh, but, yeah, maybe we have, because I've never really thought about just the glory of seeing something that is predetermined and portion controlled on your behalf mm-hmm. where all of a sudden you get to like you would feel like a kid i yeah. guess right you have free reign yes there's even a bin like there's a section for bulk dog food at bulk barn Jesus. you can buy biscuits everything. yeah everything. everything they got you go and get you can fill up container on container and container of of peanut yeah. butter if you wanted to peanut butter yeah and really? almond butter yeah, and, and, and all the other all, nuts all yeah. the butter see i never go to that part of the store i stay it's all the way in the stay, back is it's it all the way at the yeah, very very no, back i never I, I don't i never venture back there because everything to me is just white 
right? Sure. Like it's just it's just a vat of white stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's either Because you only stick to one aisle, yeah, apparently. Right? Why yeah. have you never perused? No, because I don't like I because I don't like sweets, right? So no, I, I never I never go past just to nah. see what's, Yeah, but what's the, in the same bulk? section as the chocolate no. is the cereal and other stuff. No, oh, dude, I never I, look. I love I because look. I want to know what's new in bulk. You do? Yes. Do they introduce new things? No, they in don't bulk? often change it up. No, but I like to know. Like if they do, like right. maybe I go one month. Right. Or if I don't go a month, and then yes. I go back, and then there's you're something right. no, new. No, you're right. It's fun to go when you're drunk. You're right. You're right. You're right. I would like to do that drunk. Actually, I do. The one thing I do love about the bulk barn is I love when bulk barn does like Christmas time stuff. Yeah. Where See? it's like Thank right. You. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Once. Okay. I'm telling you. Where when when somebody introduces a vat of Ferrero Rocher, oh, then I will be a regular. Over. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> it's over. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And just like that, here we are. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Like we always do. Every week. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, today is the day the world's population hits 8 billion people. Woo. Hey, thank you, Nick Cannon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe that's what it Thank you, it. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Out here doing the work. <laughs> That is uh, according to the UN. They do projections based on birth rates and life expectancy. And today is the day, I guess, that we cross the 8 billion people mark. Mm. Now, we've added another billion people since 2011. Okay, so but to put this into perspective for you, okay? Billions since 2011? Okay, to put this into perspective, since Game of Thrones debuted, Mm -hmm. we've added a billion people to the planet. Wow. Yo, yeah. go right. us. Go <laughs> us. My son was born in 2017. <laughs> right? I, I help with that number. Hey. Like, hey, my kid was born in 2010. Hey, hey. we help with that number. Yeah. We help with that number. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of people. They say that uh, the next billion, because things are slowing down just a little bit, uh, that it's going to take another 15 years before we uh, add 15. another billion to 9 but billion. When there's a new billion, there's... Some people that leave us, mm. yeah, so but it kind of evens out. What do you mean? No, like it, they go on vacation? Some people, like people, yeah, like people die. Yes, they so do die. Kind of people die every, every every day. <laughs> but what they're saying is that the you take the birth rate and life expectancy. So when people are living longer, uh-huh. they're on the earth longer, and sure. when birth rates are up. Yeah, there's more people on Earth. It's at not the like same it, time. at the same time. Okay. It, it doesn't. I I know you would like to think, Maury, that when someone is born, someone dies, and we will maintain <laughs> the same number of global population. But it doesn't work that way anymore. Movies. People are living longer, and the birth rate was up, and now the birth rate is going down. So they say uh, we could be at nine billion by 2037. And then uh, another 20 plus years before we hit uh, 10 billion. So 2058 is when we should hit uh, 10 billion. Wow. I can't wait to make that announcement on the Ross and Mocha show. <laughs> In what, 2058? Yeah. Hell no. Why? Well, I'm Hell the day no. Off? You're not going to scream, well, let's do the news. How's then? Ross going to get up the stairs Hell to the studio? No. Hell no. There's an elevator. 20, 2058. <laughs> we'll get you one of those. Um, those chairs yeah. that attach to the wall. Yeah. Oh, the right. acorn? By so. then, depending on tech, I may just be a head in a chair. <laughs> oh, facts. Yeah, yeah. Right? Put you in my bag. What yeah. We, where's that good body going to go? Yeah, I'm thinking, that's how I'm going to spend all my money. Right? I'm not saving nothing for my family. As soon as they can take my head and just put it in a chair and get rid of this old ass body of mine, it's all pasty and bloated anyway. 
<laughs> I haven't shaved anything down in months. That's a mess down there. Oh, okay. God. So as soon as I can get rid of that, oh, and then it, and then I'm just a head in a chair. TMI. Bring it on. I know we talk Bring about a lot of things on. on this show, and it's an open no. space and everything, but like that right there. You, you, you cross the line, sir. You don't even know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So you tell me, is Drake throwing shade at Taylor Swift or not? Is he just being funny or what's going on in here? Oh, okay, happened? so he posts a shot of the Billboard uh, top 10 list. And so Drake has songs from number two down to number nine. And of course, uh, Taylor's anti-hero is number one. So he posts this shot and he's like the... Uh, Hot 100 Top 10, hit the link in the bio for a closer look at this week's songs, right? Mm -hmm. And over top of Taylor's name and her song, he just put a bunch of emojis. So you can't even see her that's song just him being funny. on there. No, that's shade. That's so, not shade. Okay, so the, let me go through the emojis. You tell me if it's shade because I don't use emojis, right? You okay. know me. I don't know what any of them mean. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. He's so, going to get all the emojis wrong, by the okay, way. Okay, so it looks like... <laughs> Oh, glasses. Oh, oh my God! Oh, oh, stop it! What? Like what? I'm like I'm getting glasses shamed. <laughs> no, no, just like how can you not? Uh, no, never mind. How oh. can I not what see? <laughs> <laughs> he woke up like this. <laughs> like, how, like, just finish what you're gonna say. How can you not what? When I go for my glasses? Yeah, sorry. It was how can you not see? Yeah, like, I, how are you reading everything else because and you I can't need, see emojis? Because I need glasses. Okay. No, because there's some detail in this one. It looks like somebody getting uh, their head massaged. Is that a is that a thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. And then next to that is popcorn. Okay. Next to that is the magic eight ball. Yeah. Uh, next to, and then over the artist, it's a white poof of a cloud. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it looks like somebody doing yoga. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, there is the laughy face with the sort of one tear thing, but it's above the eye, mm -hmm. not below the eye. It's above the sweating. Maybe. Yeah. Is that yeah, what yeah. that is? Sweating? Uh -huh. Sweating? Okay. <laughs> Did I do well? Well, the puff of the air people use for fart. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know. So what does that all mean? I, he's just having fun. It means nothing? nothing. I think he just pushed not, a bunch of emojis. I don't think he put yeah, any thought into it. Okay. That's just Fair him. Enough. Although okay. fart. All right. Also, Fair if enough. you're flexing, you don't want to include the number one. No, you cut you. it out. No, cut that out. You are, yeah. you are The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, apparently, so when Anne Hesch crashed her car into that woman's house in Los Angeles where she um, subsequently passed away, mm -hmm. Um, did a lot of damage to the house. And then the woman was inside, I think, with her dog and her turtle at the time. And when Anne passed away, her family had talked about what she sort of had because she was renting a house. She didn't own a house at the time. And at the beginning, they said that Anne's net worth was $2 million. But uh, but now um, it's closer to looking like it's about $400,000 is what she was worth at the time of her death, oh, wow. which is what she gets from residuals from all the, the shows that she's done over the years. Mm. Uh, and so the woman who Anne crashed her car into her house, she's suing Anne Hesh's estate oh, no. for $2 million. Oh, no. So whatever she had left, and I, and I don't know what her insurance is like, it's whether that's going go to that's gonna pay out or not. But, uh, oh. but yeah, so she's suing. But you bring up a good question. Would the insurance cover most of it? I don't know. It depends on if she, I mean, listen, you know, she had a what looked like an open bottle of vodka in the car. I don't think insurance is going to pay out when you're hammered and mm -hmm. smash in and catch somebody's house on fire with your car. I think that's that's so literally just take everything she has. You're out of pocket at that, that was, point. Or that yeah. was in her name. Yes, exactly.
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jay Leno got burned by gas. You ever seen Jay Leno's garage? Mm-mm. Right. So Jay Leno has like this incredible car collection. Like, oh, like, an, he's like, like an incredible car, car collection. Car fanatic, yeah. And he was working on something. I don't know what the hell happened, but like there was a gas fire and it hit him in the face. Mm-mm. And uh, there was no permanent damage to his ear or his eye. But after getting like gas in the face, he just sent out a statement being like, I got some serious burns from a gasoline fire. I'm okay. Just need a week or two to get back on my feet. A week? A week or two. No, sir. Like, I know he's old school. Right? Yeah. But like gas, a flaming gas to the face. No. I just need a week or two. No doctor is going to tell you, yeah, you're good in a week. <laughs> right? No, Jalen. Even a little bit. Uh-huh. Right? I've seen wrestlers be out for longer. From what? From from little, like, fireballs in the oh, face. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Actual wrestlers. You got, you, man, you live in a different world, you wrestling fans, man. Like, how, how often are you watching somebody take flame to the face? <laughs> hey, man. Like, that's like, what's yeah. <laughs> Monday nights, man. Come on. Wait, you don't? <laughs> no, I, I don't. It's it's like, it's, it's rare that I see somebody's face catch fire. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, if you are heading to World Cup, which mm. I don't know why you would. Okay. But if you're heading to World Cup, they've put out a list of things that you should not bring with you. Which so, starts this uh, weekend. Obviously, yes. Importing drugs is a no-go. Oh. Imp- bringing in alcohol is a no-go. Yeah, no. Uh, pornography, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Pork products, absolutely not. Or religious books or materials uh, into Qatar because all of these things could get you arrested. Uh, beer is also not allowed except for in designated locations. Mm-hmm. So they're going to serve it inside the stadiums, but uh, prohibited elsewhere. And, they sell them in hotels or no? Um, no, but I think there's like a zone where you may be able to go and like go to a bar. Like a beer garden? I like, think so. I mm. think that that's how they're doing it. Right. And uh, swearing and making rude gestures are considered obscene acts and offenders can be jailed and or deported. What if you get swearing at World Cup? I was yes. When you're at a soccer match and you're cheering for your team and you see something that isn't right, what are you gonna do? Yell No. (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, man. Also, those songs that those soccer fans sing. Oh, Oh, they're offensive. Offensive! (laughs) You think that's not gonna happen at World Cup? They're all getting jailed. All of them. Like if, I, bet you, you I bet if, you under that stadium, they just built one big giant jail. I bet you. <laughs> they press a button? Trap doors yeah, everywhere. And everyone just falls yes. in? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure that that's where they, all, they also keep all the beer more and pornography. And, bu- yeah. and bacon. Yeah. Have fun. You can never see those guys again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Beyonce. 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 Uh, following all the Grammy nominations yesterday has now tied her husband, Jay-Z, for most Grammy nominations ever. Hey. Total of 88. Nice. Uh, Beyonce leads this year's nominations with nine, followed by Kendrick with eight and Adele with seven. Um, Beyonce and Adele will compete head-to-head in Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Album of the Year on uh, February 5th when the Grammys take place. Uh, so far, Beyonce, 28 Grammys throughout her career, while Jay-Z Woo! has won 24. So they're tied to nominations, but she leads in wins. That's how billionaires do it. Right. That's um, insane. That's going to be a good show. What a great lineup in terms of all the categories and who's there. Mm-hmm. The one surprise... For Best New Artist, mm-hmm. Tate McRae is not in there. No. Crazy. And she had an insane year. 
Best I just don't understand how. And there's a lot of beats. Not even like there's five. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten nominees. Have what they is, ever said who's wet leg? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wet leg. Oh, do they sing that song that I like? Wet leg. Oh, she's not. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shea Long song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that song. Okay, mm. so I'm down with Wet Leg. Okay. Uh, Molly Tuttle is uh, Best New Artist. Uh, um, Toby, um, let me pronounce this guy's name. Toby right. from HR? No. <laughs> no. No. Nwigwi. No. Nwigwi. No. Um, uh, main, what is that? Manskin? Manskin. Manskin. They have that, that E change, that E changes everything in there, huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't miss that E. No. Manskin. Manskin, not manskin. Uh, Lotto, uh, Samara Joy. Manskin actually translates to moonlight. Oh, as opposed to manskin. Manskin. Domi and uh, JD Black, uh, Omar Apollo and Anita are all in your uh, best new artist category. A uh, lot of nominations for ABBA yesterday. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Well, they came out with a new album. Yeah, oh, but okay. they're like right up there with like album of the year, record of the year, song what? of the Yes. Yep. Yes. ABBA. ABBA. When you're legendary and you and you put your differences aside and come up with an album, you get nominated. Sure, yeah, it's, it looks like it too. Oh, I don't know, my, like, why do they have like internal beef? Well, they didn't talk. Oh for a my year. god, yeah, oh really? yeah, yeah. Well, the, the story was the rumor was years. Guys, I'm not ago, an ABBA expert. No, the I A's know. didn't talk to the B's. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, the The story was that years ago they hated each other so much that, yeah. ye- and I when I say years ago, I mean like years ago, decades or years, decades. Oh god, okay, um, a long time. They were offered a billion dollars to go on tour, and they turned down that's the story that's how much they hated Come each other on. Yeah, that, that's they how much they turned down one billion yeah, that's how that's dollars? the story that's the story that's the story but that's, that's how Jay-Z much they Beyonce hated money that's how much they hated each other is they turned down a billion dollars yeah uh bad bunny makes uh grammy history with hey! the first ever spanish language yes, album of bad the year bunny. nomination monster of a year for bad bunny and uh taylor swift reacting to uh her nominations uh as well as all the Ticketmaster stuff that we'll get to in a second that was going on yesterday uh song of the year and best music video for all too well she says so many reasons to lose my damn mind today of course with the nominations and the Ticketmaster thing uh she went on to say uh, all too well L10 is a song uh, I'm most proud of, of anything I've written. And the fact that it's nominated in Song of the Year at the Grammys, an award I've never won, that honors songwriters. It's monumentous and surreal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if you were following Twitter yesterday when people were trying to get uh, their tickets to the Taylor Swift uh, tour. Yeah, so, what happened? Did they so, crash the website? Yeah, so what happened was is they did this thing where they tried to verify fans, mm-hmm. right? So certain fans would be verified and then you would get this code on Ticketmaster and then you would go on and then you would sit in the queue and you would wait. Uh, but what happened is that when people showed up on Ticketmaster, they got their number as far as like where they were in the queue. But when it came to buying tickets, they were transferred to SeatGeek. So it wasn't even being taken care of by Ticketmaster and so SeatGeek, a third party, thir- yeah, third party, yeah. And then SeatGeek wasn't updating people on where they were in the queue, and then people were finally getting through with the seat map, picking seats, going to checkout, and it telling them that those seats were already sold. And oh, then they have no. to go back in and reload. But once they reloaded, they realized that the seats that they just tried to buy were still listed as available. So it was this whole cycle that was happening with people. So what happened? 
So it took people forever, and they tried to do this verified uh, fan thing to cut down on bots, cut down on scalpers, cut down on all of that stuff so yeah. fans could actually get to the show. But immediately after all these verified fans got their tickets, you look at StubHub, and those $500 tickets are now for sale for twelve grand. Like, even after all the... the they, okay. they tried easier to get a COVID vaccine appointment. It, it is. After all the trying... They still got through. Crazy idea. Yeah. But with the way ticket sales are now, yeah. for certain artists, not everyone, no. right? But when you're talking at level of Taylor Swift, where I feel this upcoming tour is going to be her biggest, mm -hmm. her best, and her most profitable. Mm -hmm. When it comes to selling tickets, take it old school and have people line up and buy a physical ticket. That As makes, opposed that's to worse. It doing makes, it at home. Makes it makes it worse. And scalpers buy yeah. them. And oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then because then what you get is just these guys who are paying people to just stand in line for them. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll, they'll, they'll outstand. Like you're going to see these lineups, right? And Could it, they force people to line up at the venue night of? You buy your ticket. No, and they, oh, and they, no and they, way. And then they push you in. Do you're you going know, in. No, 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 no. no. Because what would happen That's, is that would be man. Is that you? Taylor Swift would be at an arena that holds eighteen thousand people, but two hundred fifty thousand people would yeah. show up. Right? Well, that first come, be, first serve. You buy be, your oh, ticket, mayhem. and then you're forced in. Yeah, no, I don't. No. I don't know how they fit to buy. Like it is hell well, on earth trying to get tickets. This for these is shows. actually kind of hell scary. on earth. So whenever it is that she announces her Canadian tour, like yeah. I got to get tickets. Yes. Do we so, know if she is? Yeah, she, bro, she'll, she, she'll play here. She has such a huge I mean, she fan hasn't base. announced it yet. It's very weird. Yeah. No, but when you look at the it tour is weird. Schedule, you're right. It is. It is weird. Right. There are. So many dates in between yeah. every single one of these U.S. stops. Right. But right. yes, I don't know why she wouldn't announce yeah. Canadian dates just yet. Don't know. Don't know. That's, man, why man. I'm, that's why I'm not, I don't know. You don't think she's going to play, you don't think she's going to play? How she hasn't announced it yet yeah. is weird I, to I, me. And even, I know, even because announcing with Christmas, like, people would buy the tickets as Christmas presents. <sighs> I know. I don't know. I don't know. But there are. I looked. I was like you. I looked at the schedule. There's some big holes in that schedule. Huge. Where yes, like massive. Like you can massive. do multiple nights in. Yes. Any given Toronto, Canadian Montreal, city. whatever, yeah. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. You sure. Could, she could easily do that. But uh, but no, it was absolute hell yesterday for Taylor Swift fans. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Princess Diaries three is a. Officially underway at Disney, 18 really? years after the second film. However, Anne Hathaway has not signed on to return yet. Now, she did say not that long ago that she would totally be up for doing something with Princess Diaries when there was talk of rebooting it. And it's like the writer who did Supergirl is working on oh, the, wow. the, the script. Um, producer uh, Deborah Chase, who produced both of the first two films, is back working on this one. But Gary Marshall passed away, right? Gary mm -hmm. Marshall was the one who directed them. And Julie Andrews has said that uh, for her, um, especially, it's too far down the line to go back to it. It's a lovely thought, uh, but I don't think it would probably be possible for her involvement in mm. it. So does Anne Hathaway do Princess Diaries without Julie Andrews? I don't think so. Because and without I, uh, Gary Marshall. I, yeah. Like, I think well, that's 
it's happening bags. without Gary. It's happening without Gary Marshall, right? Or even Penny Marshall. Like I just think it's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I have you ever seen the Princess Diaries movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have. So you have no idea what we're talking one. about. I the first one. I didn't even know they did a second yeah, one. Yeah, they, they. Of course, they did a second one. What do you mean? Of course, I didn't know. Yes, the second one was great. As a young gay guy, you didn't know. Yes. How it's do you not, not know? What do you mean? As a young, it's not a gay. Like it's not a movie the gays watch, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I watched that Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie on Netflix. And did you oh cry my, too? Oh Falling for Christmas. Oh my god. Got more cried. First of all, it. I loved every single second of it. Every single second. But it is like every I got bonked on the head and have amnesia trope that has ever happened. Yes, of course. In any movie is stuffed well, into this one. For movie. the record, it's this so... is the first time I've recommended a movie and Roz said he liked it. No, I just would not. like that. Um... First, I, like I said, no, this isn't based on your recommend. You didn't think I was gonna watch this? You can't. When you but, uh, when you claim a recommendation, it has to be for a movie that I would never have watched. That's how you claim a recommendation. You can't may. say that, that you recommended a Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. I would have watched that if you hadn't said anything. Mm-hmm. But you would you could say that about anything. So she was a in this movie like a, a rich heiress. Oh my god! I think she was supposed oh, to get married, oh. right? And then she gets bonked on the head. It's, amnesia. Oh, she's falls in love she's with. Engaged, she's engaged to an influencer, and yeah, and uh, then she falls in love. With the guy, accident. but who wouldn't who fall runs the lodge, the guy, right? The cool guy that yes, runs the yes, yeah. So it's every it's, it's every all, amnesia movie. It's, it's every trope that has ever happened. In but an you amnesia watch a Hallmark movie. Christmas movie; they're all the same. They're all yes, they're all the course. same. They're, and guess what? Uh, it's so thin. The movie is so thin. We watch them and we it's love so them. So thin. It asks like nothing yes. of you. Correct. Nothing. It's perfect. Did it's, it put you in the Christmas spirit? <laughs> um, I mean, we, um, did it? Because um, as part of my recommendation, I said that it would. No, I don't think it. No, I mean, no, no, but it's thin. It's thin, but it's so enjoyable. And and it was right. so good to see Lindsay Lohan back. Yes, like, she did a great so job. So good to see Lindsay Lohan back. Uh, but yes, but she like an oh the bonking on the head like everything yes. like, it is just it's it's everything you it's everything you would want. I a, will uh, say this. Yes, where the the way she hit her head. Yeah, she would have been dead. I, I, think. I was gonna like yeah you wouldn't have survived. No, that. no, <laughs> no. She fell off a cliff and then rolled down and hit a tree. Spoiler like head alert. on, <laughs> head on. No. Like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. You, you're done. Yeah, she fell off a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> But then we'd have no movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She fell off a mountain, and their fiance fell off the other side of a mountain. Like they were standing oh, at, a, at a peak. Oh, no, he fell through a hole. They were, they were they were standing at a peak of a mountain, and yeah. then they both went off on either either sides, mm. and then uh, and then she got amnesia. Right. So good. It's so it's so delightful. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Donald Trump announcing last night that he's looking to be president again. God, the ego on this mofo, huh? (laughs) In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Didn't he say something yesterday about like one termer? Everybody loves him. He's like, and they love me. Yeah, I can't remember he who he was talking about. Well, he was about. he was talking about North Korea and China. Oh, and yeah. China. yeah, yeah, yeah. China loved me. Yeah, and yeah. they love me out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like all his Yo, people lost time. in the midterms, I and like know. I don't know. What so the do we have to live through all doing. those debates with him breathing weird again? Uh, well, no, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're into watching the the the, the nomination debates, because like it, he still has to get the nomination from the Republican. 
Republican Party. Like we got to go through that whole thing where he's, where he's tearing into the Republican. Oh my God, what is this? And it's not even him. Like I can't, nobody can stand him. We all understand that. But just the hysteria that happens mm-hmm. from everyone else with anything. Life was like life has not been calm since he hasn't been in office, but it's been better. Oh, of course. Like the, everything has been better. Like tw- like Twitter is a cesspool, but it's mm-hmm. been better. But Biden's Cause running of, again too, so he would probably maybe win. Is Biden going to run again? Maybe he won't. Oh, I'm pretty. I thought he said he was. Yeah, I don't think he said. Uh, I, I know think, he never I said. He's, I don't think he said he is. Oh, he maybe may, he's like, he maybe he's like not, one which and is done. rare, which is rare. But I'm he, sure he uh, will. Actually. But he, but he may, he may not. But oh my god, the ego, on, the ego on this guy. Like you go down like that, and you're like, "Ah, give it another shot." Mm. Like the ego, Jesus, I've never seen anything like it. Never. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's something else I wanted to do. Oh, has uh, has Elon Musk talked to Jimmy Fallon yet? So do you see, because uh, R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon was trending. Everybody now on Twitter is getting into um, like misinformation and disinformation to see yeah. how fast that this can can spread, right? Okay. And so R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon was trending, and Jimmy Fallon um, actually tweeted out, uh, "Hey Elon, can you fix this?" hashtag R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon. And the where the misinformation all stems from is people were tweeting R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon. But then they were putting up pictures of other people. So the one that got everybody talking with R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon was it was R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon, 1974 to 2022. But it was a picture of James Corden. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh. And, and that's what went wild. Oh. Why R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon was trending. And because Elon now fired everybody at Twitter, like, I think he's the one that actually has to go and, like, take things down oh, himself. No. He's I got, think he is. He's the one that has to go in? I think it's him. somebody on Twitter. Yeah, I think it's him. I don't think anybody else is there to do this stuff anymore. He's the one guy he, yeah, that's I think, left. I think he fired everyone. Yes. So he's in charge think, of all of it? I think he... I think the like coding, you, all that? I think if you have a problem, like, there's something... Like, if, like you have if a, I call customer Twitter, service. customer service, I'm talking, I'm getting Elon Musk. Yes. Yes, I'm pretty like your sure wait that that's time the way it is works. Six and a half hours. <laughs> yes. You yes. want to leave a number? For, you want to leave a number for us to call you back when right? it's your turn? Yes. Yeah. So he hasn't responded. He hasn't responded. Well, yeah. He's well, because he's busy. He's <laughs> talking to everybody else. He's calling in. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, I know that Laura Dern was talking about there was still hope for a season three of Big Little Lies mm-hmm. because she did an interview with ET not that long ago. Oh, you do? This is Laura Dern. Oh, no! The cheeky! I'm going to be shy about it. I mean, we would all love nothing more. We're like family and, you know, just very lucky. Okay, so we can still hold out hope, basically. I say let's hold out hope. Okay. Let's keep asking. Okay, so... Big Little Lies. What a... Man, what a show that took off. It was. However, Zoe Kravitz... Um, is holding out no such hope. So she just said, uh, oh, you have that too? Yeah. Look at that. Here she we go. She did an interview with GQ, yeah. and she was answering fan questions. Yeah. And here's what uh, she had to say. When is Big Little Lies coming back on? Quit playing with me. I know. I don't think it is. We talked about doing a season three a lot, and um, unfortunately, Jean-Marc Vallée, our incredible director, passed away this last year, um, which is heartbreaking. And I just can't imagine going on without him. He really was the visionary for that show. So unfortunately it's done. There so, you go. 
One saying no, yeah. the other saying yes. Um, There's obviously not a big Little Lies group chat for them to I get on mean, the same page. I think that what Laura Dern was just holding out hope, though. Like, I don't think that she knew. Irma Gerd, Laura Dern, what's your Dern? I know, but I don't think she knew. Uh, whether something was happening or not. But uh, but yeah, because you forget, because oftentimes TV shows aren't directed by the same person yeah. for an entire season. That really changed with, what was that show? Um, True Detective. Season, oh, season yeah. one of True Detective, that whole season was directed by the same guy. And when that happened, it was rare mm-hmm. that it was directed by the same guy because there, it, it just never happens with television schedules. Like How You have to leapfrog directors. Seasons of that did they do because i watched season one see well it was all different like well it was different right two. like because see, watched- season two of true detective had nothing to do with season one. Oh right because season wasn't two wasn't great it was vince vaughn but then season three was kind of good i don't even know who's in season three yeah didn't even know they did yeah season three season three was good i think it was Stephen dorf and maybe was it a woody harrelson no, that was season one. That was season one. Oh. Was Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Because oh that, and, and that was the first time, really, like two big movie stars had decided to do like a full TV show together, mm. right? And then everybody just started doing TV shows. But yeah, I liked Big Little Lies. Same. Um, but yeah, it's not. The gonna... characters were great. The writing on it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Like that's the other thing too. Because when you talk about uh, Jean-Marc Vallée and, you know, with Zoe Kravitz and how just so much of a visionary he was for that mm-hmm. show, like the show was stunningly beautiful um so yeah so no uh it's not looking like that's gonna happen the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast let's do Shaq. so Shaq on inside nba what makes Shaq great on inside nba is and i don't know (laughs) whether they just don't write enough scripts or whatever but he has so much time to just talk about nonsense on that show like could you not fill that time just talking about basketball they all do and that's what makes the show the best sport in my opinion best sports show on television okay i think they just leave massive gaps and maybe on the teleprompter, it will say, like, just talk or freestyle or something. And right. then it's like, whatever comes to their mind. It's like yeah. a bunch of drunk uncles sitting around just talking nonsense. Yeah. And then they get themselves, they talk, they talk themselves Why? into these deep holes and they get themselves in trouble and, like, all this other stuff. Anyway, so uh, on a basketball show, yeah. um, this is Shaq talking uh, about how there is uh, two moons. I have a new theory. There's more than one moon. Oh, let me tell you my theory. The other day I was riding and the moon was on the left. And I'm keeping right. going straight, didn't make any returns. And about 20 minutes later, the moon was behind me. That's because it was moving, fool. Uh, there's more than one moon. <laughs> and then another Check, 45 please. seconds, the moon was on my right. There's more than one moon. You know what I love? I love Shaq no. because he'd just say it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's a flat just, earther. He often talks about flat earther. Is, is, is Shaq a flat earther too? He is. Yep. Jeez, man. Like a legit one or he's like ironic no, he's a flat no. earther? He's legit. No, he's I, think, leg- I, I think, think Shaq plays yeah, the game. He yeah. knows. I he think, knows what he's doing. I think there's Shaq no way knows. he believes there's two moons. No well, no, I, no. well, I think that Shaq knows how to trend. Right. Like I I do. And I think that Shaq knows that when he does these sort of like, you know, big dummy dupid, you know, theories about everything. I think that he knows that it's going to catch. And and that's why he knows it was one moon and Saturn. (laughs) Just joking around. Excuse me. When he saw a moon and then he saw like Saturn or something. No. uh, Like uh, what? Like another planet. Saturn doesn't show up in the sky the size of the moon. Or Mercury. <laughs> Neither does that. Mercury. You can't see Mercury the you know size what? of the moon. Maybe Shaq. Hold on a second here. 
no. Maybe Shaq no, truly know. believes. Yeah, yeah. Truly believes. Yeah. Maury, is the is the Maury is the is the the Earth round or is it flat or is it like somewhere in between? It's kind of like an egg shape. Nah, that's what I figured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so everybody going in on Candace Cameron. So Mm -hmm. Candace Cameron, if you remember, left the Hallmark Channel to go to the Great American Family Channel. And she told the Wall Street Journal magazine that um, the network will not be featuring LGBTQ couples, noting, quote, I think that Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core. So that's what she said about her move away from Hallmark and over to Great American Family, which is a Christian-run um, uh, network. So JoJo Siwa, who has had a lot of problems with Cam- Candace Cameron, if you remember, not that long ago when they had this big giant feud and then Candace Cameron called her on the phone and apparently they worked things out. But JoJo says, honestly, I can't believe after everything that went down just a few months ago that she would not only create a movie with intention of excluding LGBTQIA+, but then also talk about it in the press. She went on to say this is rude and hurtful to a whole community of people. And then Jody Sweeten, who of course was in Full House with Candace Cameron, oh, yeah. uh, commented on that and said, uh, you know, I love you. And then um, Maddie Ziegler said, go off, Jojo. Wow. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was what? out supporting his wife, Hillary Burton, who was commenting on Candace Cameron Bure saying, I don't remember Jesus liking hypocrite- hypocrites like Candace, but sure, make your money, honey. You ride that prejudice wave all the way to the bank. And then Whoa. Jeffrey Dean replied to her and said, who the heck is this person referring to Candace Cameron Bure? Oh my God. It's a whole DJ thing. Tanner you talking Bro. to, sir. And then, uh, so Candace did respond in a huge statement. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but she said, uh, it saddens me that the media is often seeking to divide us uh, even around a subject as comforting as and comforting and merry as Christmas movies. But given the toxic climate in our culture right now, I shouldn't be surprised. We need Christmas more than ever. She goes on to say, I am a devoted Christian, which means uh, that I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people. And I do. If you know me, you know that I am a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately. So that is a small part of what is going on over there. Who's Hallmark Channel? Wow. The family, so whatever channel. Drama. drama. Drama over there. Everybody's involved. Everybody's involved and in everybody was going off on Why can't this. we just don our gay apparel and have a good Christmas? Thank you. It's exactly what I'm saying, except for Great American Family Channel. <laughs> right. right. You don your straight apparel. <laughs> okay. Coveralls. That's all they've ever done. And a welder's mask. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they would consider to be straight and gay over there, but I'm assuming it has something to do with that. Right. <laughs> and a gun. Yes, the American flag. Yes. Right? USA, yes. USA. USA, yeah. In an IROC. Not Jeez. that you can still find an IROC anywhere, What's but that? I'm sure. Never mind. <laughs> I know as soon as they started talking cars, right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, uh, Jimmy Fallon addressing the RIP Jimmy Fallon. So if you remember, um, this started kind of as a goof where people were RIPing Jimmy Fallon that he died, but only instead of putting a picture of Jimmy Fallon, they put pictures of other celebrities. The most that was used was James Corden. So it was a picture of James Corden and this read RIP Jimmy Fallon. And then Jimmy Fallon was talking on Twitter to Elon Musk. And then Elon Musk eventually responded. 
it. But here's Jimmy Fallon talking about the whole ordeal on the show last night. Interesting night last night for me. Uh, uh, yeah, to be trending that, that, that you died on Twitter. Uh, it happened to me once, once before I died about 10 years ago on Twitter. So it wasn't as traumatic the second time. But I was out to dinner with uh, my wife. We were at a restaurant and my phone was just going off. And I was like, I'm sorry, I got to taste you. I was, what? I go, I'm, I'm trending on Twitter. She goes, oh, cool. I go, well, no, not. Uh, Wait. I'm, I, I'm dead. Yeah, I died. She's like, oh, man, terrible. Uh, I loved you. Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting to see what happens. Like, you know, who, what, who calls? And, and, how, did, and how did it start? Do you know? This one? Yeah. I don't, this, the other one, I think just someone had a rumor that yeah. I, something happened. Or something. I started that one. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. I think this one was just a joke, like R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon, and they had pictures of different hosts or something. Like it was a joke or something like that. I just want to say that I, I, am, I am alive, and it was just an odd, it was an odd uh, night. Oh. Uh, but anyways, an odd day, but I'm so happy to be here and happy with you guys. Wow. So there you go. But he sees. Because he couldn't. He couldn't Not address what it really was, which was people goofing it. on Corden. Yes. Right? Like, he can't. Why couldn't he? I, he's, he Jimmy he's, Fallon is too nice. He wants to play nice. That's his course. brand, yeah. right? Jimmy uh-huh. Fallon is the nice guy. That is his brand. And also, James Corden has been in the press lately for being a colossal jerk. Yeah. And so then if Jimmy Fallon is like, hey, this was a whole James Corden thing. And just so you know, I like that guy and we're all whatever. Right. Then people are going to go in on him for defending James Corden. So Jimmy Fallon was in this impossible situation because yeah. Jimmy Fallon never wants to upset anyone. Do you remember when he got blamed for being real soft on Trump and it ruined him? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. he like he was blamed for getting for Trump elected at one point. Like, it was crazy because everybody yeah. else was sort of going off on him. And Jimmy Fallon's from New York, and he knows Trump and everything else. And remember, he mussed his hair, yeah. like, on the show. Oh, man, and people like, got so mad. Oh, my God. Yeah, people got so mad. But he so could mad. go on his show and not talk no. about that simply for no. the fact that it was, like, trending number one. You have, It still is right? trending, yeah. How do you know? Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.